Welcome. I'm Aaron Frescus, and this is Season 2, Episode 4 of You All Every Potty. In a moment, you'll be given another drunken episode to listen to, but first, a little heads up. This episode is a little bit longer than usual, which is partly because we've been releasing new episodes so infrequently that we figured our three listeners wouldn't really mind a longer runtime. We also had a little bit too much fun during the recording of this episode, which made the task of editing things out rather difficult. Well, on behalf of Erica, Vanessa, and all of us at You All Every Potty, thank you. Namaste, and good luck. Previously on You All Every Potty. Um, that sounded kind of like uh, the show with The Rock. Not the actual the rock, rock, the actor, the the one that you watch, the one that you guys watch. Outlander. Yeah, that one with that magical rock. <laughs> it's like I didn't know the Rock was in a Scottish movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, do you smell what the Rock is cooking? <laughs> anyway, if dude's not gonna be there for her, let's find out now. Total douchebag. Yeah. yeah, and better now than when they're already fucking married. I mean, I mean, he hadn't made a vow. <laughs> That's that is that is disappointing to know. What if, what if he walked out on you because you were paralyzed? It's there's I been mean, no vow yet. Oh, you got a good point. How? Okay, okay, you got me right there. Okay, yep, nope, with no vows. All right, cool. <laughs> we're on the same page. <laughs> Welcome to you all, everybody. I'm Aaron. Erica. Vanessa. And we actually have a couple of guests with us this week. Uh, so joining us are Rudy and Liz, who consider themselves, you know, the real world Walt and Vincent, which all right, which is just going to end up making Erica cry again, probably. I just love it. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so they're joining us from New York and our uh, husband and wife team that also make art together under the name Cochina Nasty. Did I say that correctly? Yes. Spot on. Uh, all Beautiful right. pronunciation. You can, uh, so find them, you can find them on Instagram under, uh, it's uh, at Cochina <laughs> underscore nasty. But uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. We're so so they, actu- they actually created our cover art for the podcast, which is just the best. It has references that Vanessa doesn't quite understand yet. Mm-hmm. She's starting to get yeah. them slowly, but <laughs> not all yeah. of them yet. You'll like it but, more when... Uh, when you find out. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But for right now, it's just uh, very, really, very, really nice, maybe. I know the polar bear and the beer can now. <laughs> well, you haven't but... even seen the beer can yet. So, yeah. Well, well I mean. Really have it. Okay, well, so there yeah, is yeah, actually a beer can. Gonna, you guys are spoiling. Yeah. I just figured okay, it was see, food in there. The... It's just spoilers all around. <laughs> but uh, these guys are like, ugh, these guys are the worst. But <laughs> okay. I know. I have a quick question for you guys. Yeah. So I'm sure you guys have been asked this before, but how exactly did you come up with that Instagram handle? Because like, is it like an inside joke or is it like a... You want to take this? Sure. So um, some years ago, um, me and Rudy were on this extremely ragtag adult softball team. And there was maybe one person that could play softball on the team. You know how dads, like every dad, no matter how weak they are, they have this crazy pitching arm. Um, and they can throw at like 120 miles an hour. And we lost every game. We basically just ate enchiladas and got drunk before every game. <laughs> nice. um, it was yeah. humiliating and very fun. And the name of that team was the Cochino Nasties. We just wanted to come up with something like dirty. Um, oh, okay. And the the jerseys for it, um, it had the hand emoji like that and then the finger. <laughs> 
So we made jersey <laughs> like that. Um, and, yeah, that's great. It's Go kind ahead. of it's kind of just a play on words because, like, you know, cochino, cochina is just like right. nasty, and then nasty. Yeah. You know, so it's like just <laughs> nasty, nasty, nasty. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and then I uh, actually we have a few lost related questions for you guys as well. Yeah. So first off, uh, how many times you guys have always seen the show before? But how many times have you guys each seen the show? I watched it um, during its original run, and then uh, this past Christmas we binged it. When we did the uh, the cover art for you, yeah, we were like, oh yeah, this show exists. <laughs> and then we just spent like you know weeks uh sun up to sundown watching the show <laughs> very unhealthy <laughs> consumption of lost like yeah and you so yeah Liz, I've seen, seen it, it before yeah i've seen it two times through was it did you so did you binge it the first time or did you watch it when it was airing oh, i don't remember i i watched it on tv i was yeah, working here yeah i was working a hotel job it was the the night shift and my life was a living hell and the only <laughs> thing that like brought me any joy was just watching Lost before I had to go into my 12 hour you know overnight shift where I was Gosh. my life was threatened daily so, <laughs> Jeez. yeah it was sounds like a fun uh, a fun job Albuquerque okay. Hotel baby <laughs> oh, gosh. shout out to Albuquerque Hotel <laughs> shout out <laughs> Empire Suites for <laughs> Empire Suites would you say that it's uh because I was asking Erica this, because so Vanessa's pretty much watching it kind of the way that we watched it, because it's week to week, and then having to skip a bunch of weeks because we end up getting like busy. But like rewatching it again, I definitely am glad I watched it the way I did because it binging through it the way Erica did doesn't make the impact like it's not as impactful when like when the uh, open up the hatch to the next season having to wait. Yes, having to wait. I think hel- exactly. Absolutely. So like uh, the anticipation. Yeah, yeah, all that stuff. I feel like in the second time that you view a show, for me, I can relax. I yeah. know essentially what's going to happen, and I can notice so much more little details. Yeah. And also, Vanessa, you don't have the, the break in between where you come back after months and you're like, who the fuck is that guy? What is <laughs> yeah. he going what? on? It's getting there. That is nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But she we, also, had to, we did have to wait a while for the last one. Did, but yeah. She also can't go Not- online either. To- like, because yeah, it'll ruin yeah. everything. Not a lot of look online for anything. That drives me crazy. Because when I watch shows as they air, I'll Google stuff like, what does this mean? Or what is that? Or I'll see people's theories and the, you know, blogs or whatever. And I can't do that. Because if I try to look it up, I'm going to get a spoiler. Yeah. So I text Aaron last week. I said, is Dharma a real word? And what does it mean? Because <laughs> I can't look it up because I'm afraid lie. I'm going to get spoilers. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your guys' favorite season? So far, or out of the show? Um, season two, no doubt. Really? It's, oh yeah. Is that yours too? Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. So much happens, The you know, I don't want to spoil anything, but like, it's so intense. And the jump from first season to second season is yeah. just yeah. like, what, what? Like, you don't see any of that coming. Yeah. And uh, it, yeah, it's amazing. What do you I say? agree. I think season two must be my favorite. It was such a euphoric, almost sexual release when that hatch gets cracked open. <laughs> the buildup of the first season. Yes. I speak for myself. <laughs> All right, well, I've never heard it that way, but I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you were really turned on. <laughs> what can I say? Damn. With the shaft. We're going to watch the that hatch open again. Just, that's all we were talking about because Laura was on uh, the Dude. season premiere. Yeah. 
And it was just all I was doing. All we we're doing was talking about them going down the shaft, and it was headed down that headed down that hatch shaft. That drive like, shaft. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh man, Locke was right in that shaft, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, we're on season two, but are your guys's like individual favorite characters on the show yet, or no? Oh yeah, Rudy, who's your favorite character? Yeah. Well, I wore my Sawyer brand <laughs> Western <laughs> shirt, nice. and. Um, <laughs> Cool fact about Sawyer brand shirts, the top three buttons are just decorative. They don't. <laughs> um, and so you always look sexy, you know? Why do you like Sawyer? I love Sawyer. He's, well, first of all, my family is Mexican. And so his roasting people, the nicknames, the shit talking <laughs> just makes me feel so at home. Like, I feel like me and Sawyer would be like, just you know, having fun talking shit. Um, Chopping wood all lathered up in oil oh, together. Yeah. I, I'd oil that dude down. He's so fine too. Like he made me question a lot of stuff, you know. He can cool my water. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Have you seen the, the Sawyer cool water commercial? By the uh, way? The Josh Holloway one? No. I'm pretty sure I've seen that one before. We're gonna it's have amazing. to see it's it. It's incredible. Today. I'm gonna have to look it up. Oh, so you guys should look it up, but imagine Josh Holloway comes out of the ocean sprays on mm-hmm. him totally shirtless baby those abs those arms hair back yeah cool water yeah <laughs> he looks kind of like jamie lannister a little bit yeah my favorite character has got to be saeed and in his honor i wore a wife beater and <laughs> nice. i wore camo pants to honor nice. his iraqi uh military service Man, you guys are like the best guests so far they dress yeah, up in everything. yeah oh, i feel like i'm the only one that ever dressed up <laughs> You dressed up my, before? I have my, right, well, we my sh- Dharma shirt oh, on today. That, what is it? Class of what? <laughs> oh, it's a class of 77. <laughs> I oh, love it. That shirt is amazing. <laughs> That's so cool. Where did you get that? Um, I get all of my last shirts on Redbubble. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's a great shirt. So then, like, last, last question. Do you guys have a least favorite character that, like, that is on the show right now? Kate. <laughs> Same? Kate, are you Kate? I'm changing Wait, my mind. Wait, no. Was you say Michael? She said Freckles. Oh, okay. So, how, uh, Rudy, how come Kate? Yo, you don't get to be one of the leaders because you're hot. I'm sorry. Like, she just rolls <laughs> in. She's, like, just so entitled. Like, I mean, we'll get to it in this episode, but some of the stuff she does in this episode is, like, infuriating. Like, she's just always... She ne- I'm never like, oh, that was a great Kate scene. I'm like, get the fuck off the screen so I can see some more. <laughs> Sawyer, Saeed, uh, Walt, you know. I like how he's like, you don't deserve to kiss him. Like when he's no! kissing. When she's kissing Sa- or Sawyer. Yeah. Oh, I was so mad. I would say my least favorite character is Michael. He is like the Jar Jar Binks of the Lost yeah. He is proof that J.J. Abrams is a sadist. <laughs> Say no more. I mean, there are only a few black characters in the show, and they had to make Michael a piece of trash. Yeah, I, I he's just not a great character. Oh, I, I mean, they yeah, they, they didn't really handle him very well. No, so. he's bumbling, insecure, aggro at times. Yeah, aggro most of the time. Yeah, yeah. but he always yeah. irritates me. And he should be more sympathetic because you know he's having the trouble with his kid and the, yeah. his wife and they took my son my boy <laughs> my boy my boy but yeah but he's just not sympathetic they just make him so he's such a nag dude. i'm like yeah this guy yeah, yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, I think that was all the questions. So, all right, I, so now we're I ready guess, for shots. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Before we get into the drink, uh, you guys wanted to do a shot, correct? Yeah. This is our uh, inaugural podcast. We've never been on one before, so thank you for inviting us, you guys. Of course. So of course. What do you guys? What are you guys drinking? Thank you for coming. We have Patron. Oh, nice. Oh, what about you guys? you guys? Uh, Vanessa? Cheers. Cheers. Uh, Jameson. Erica's got scotch, and I'm just drinking vodka. Cheers. Salute. That's not too bad when it's a... Uh... I miss scotch. You guys ever notice how people take shots in movies? They're like... <laughs> <That's insane. Yeah. laughs> I mean, I usually like to enjoy it, so I'm like... Mm. I like to enjoy it. I like to get it over with. Plus it makes... Yeah, Vanessa's, yeah, Vanessa's yeah, Vanessa. like, I totally get that, how they shoot it in the in the movies, because that's the way Vanessa takes her shots. <laughs> so uh, this week's episode is titled Everybody Hates Hugo, so this week we are drinking something called a Hugo Spritz, which consists of... It's one ounce of St. Germain elderflower liqueur, uh, about three to four mints, a slice of or two of lime, and then at least like four to basically you just f- fill the rest of the glass up with prosecco. So it's supposed to be made in a wine glass, but I didn't mind. I didn't mind like a Darth <laughs> Vader coffee mug right here because I, like nice. I have the same Dunkin' Donuts cup that I've had for. <laughs> I'm so guilty. I get a drink in a plastic cup once in a blue moon, and then I reuse it. You can ask Rudy. Six months, <laughs> seven months at least. Yeah, I have my reusable That's straw. Good. That is good. Yeah, That's like, perfect. Mine's... I actually liked it better after we mixed. This it up. is a lot better. This is pretty good now. You can. De- yeah. This is. De- this definitely tastes like mint now. Mm-hmm. Vanessa, how's it, like? Because yeah. you were complaining about the drinks not tasting like the mint. last drinks we had. I couldn't taste the mint, but I did put a lot of mint leaves in there. I think the prosecco is helping out the the mint flavor of it, though. This I, is actually I, good mint. I wasn't sure because I've never really used mint, so when I did it, I tore them out. But then I did like that smacking thing you see in the movies. What? Yeah, like, you're supposed to like <laughs> smack the leaves, and I did that, and then you throw it. Are you like it. muddling them? You huh? put a mint leaf. On someone's butt cheek, and then you. Oh, whose butt cheek did you put it on? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Aaron. Don't worry about Wally's. it. <laughs> I'm the dogs. I'm the dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. Desperate <laughs> times call for desperate measures, baby. You uh, you fill up the glass with ice. You tear up the mint leaves. You add those, and you throw the Saint Germain prosecco and lime, and you're good to go. So yeah, everyone, yay for this drink. Yeah, this one's good. Yeah, delicious. Like Are we really gonna good. drink more than one? Anybody? Am I yeah. going to have more than yes. one? I mean, I might have the rest of the yeah. Prosecco, but... <laughs> I made two mega ones in my in my Dunkin' cup, so I'm I'm going to be twisted before this Good. thing is done. This is actually our second drink in, like, two weeks with St. Germain, because we yeah. had something last week that had it in it, but it was the not Tokyo, good. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I thought it was okay. <laughs> it was all right. It was... I don't know. It, it wasn't my favorite. Why did you guys, why did you guys pick the Tokyo Drift? Uh, because the uh, name of the episode was a drift, so we oh. did Tokyo and then just a drift because I'm trying to make playoffs on words. Which gas in a cup with ice, yeah. <laughs> and then you just put some Saint Germain in there too. Yeah. And then, and then uh, Vin Diesel just whispers, over <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, exactly." <laughs> it's like a uh, molecular like astronomy thing. Okay, so. Let's get into the show's the episode info. So we're on uh, season two, episode four, which is titled Everybody Hates Hugo, which is obviously Hurley-centric. It originally aired October 12th, 2005, with 21.7 million viewers, and it actually won its night. It won its slot time or night for the fourth week in a row. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, sorry, I didn't look up the rest That's of them. Funny. I was short on time because Erica likes to know, well, what, what did it beat out? And I'm like, I don't know, a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> anyway, it was written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz, who, like I said before, they just like writing stuff for... Hurley and Charlie. Yeah, Hurley and Charlie. They enjoy the characters. It was directed by Alan Taylor, who went on to direct a bunch of Game of Thrones episodes, but then also directed Terminator Genesis and Thor Dark World. Mm. So the same director as that. Cool. Which is, yeah... Arnold Schwarzenegger reference, but we'll get... Anyway, uh, it takes place on day 46 on the island. So this is this one's about Hurley, who, we, as we've mentioned many times, is pretty much Erica's mortal enemy. She just does not like Hurley. He's not my mortal enemy. He's just not my favorite, and like everyone else. What are you guys' thoughts on Hurley? I think I'm so dismayed by how Hurley's character was handled as a fat person. Instead of being incidentally fat, like that's just who he is, you know, everyone else gets to be the size that they are. He has to be stereotyped as this sort of greedy, hungry, fat person. You know, later on in this episode, he's in the record store and he knocks over a rack. Um, I actually looked up all of the nicknames that Sawyer has had for him over the course of the series. Not a spoiler. <laughs> oh, I'm sure those aren't very... Uh... Java. Yeah. Yeah. Curry, Lardo. Deep mm-hmm. Dish. Stay Puff. And so he could, you know, I just think that, um, yeah, I, I wish that, that he wasn't just sort of, he just wasn't the, the, um, the, like every joke was directed towards him and his yeah. body. Mm-hmm. It's just sad because he's kind of, he's a player. I mean, he picks up that chick at the record store. Mm-hmm. She's like, not Friday, but Saturday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I like, I yeah. like Hugo. He's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I like really too. And, I think he uh, he's he's like well intentioned, you know, and uh, he's kind of complex. He doesn't always go about things in the like the way I I would, you know. But I mean, I guess that mm-hmm. gives the show a little bit of flavor, you know, a little bit of conflict. And um, yeah, I, I think he's a cool character. I like him a lot, and I agree with Liz that I wish it wasn't all about his weight, you know, because. But yeah. and, and they couldn't get away with that today. Like I, I think about that when I'm watching it. I'm like, that would never happen today. No. That's crazy. That they no. I mean, in the van when he's having his his bromance date with DJ Qualls, whose character I can't remember. It's just DJ Qualls to me. Yeah, that's uh, what I have written down throughout the whole episode. So, yeah, yeah, I call he, I call him he, Garth. Yeah, he's like <laughs> saying, you know, make sure that things are always going to be the same between us, bro. He's like, oh, you getting that stomach stapling surgery? Yeah, yeah. Like, you would assume that of all things. Ugh. What a dick. And it was right after he called him Huggy yeah. Bear, so I was kind of like, oh, this is so sweet. What a touching scene. And he makes a fat joke. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so uh, let's get into it. So, so we start off with the previously on Lost and then get... Then go to the uh, Charlie collecting the bottle full of survivors' messages, which which ends up on the raft, and then Michael and Sawyer finding Jin again, right before they're captured and thrown into that pit with like the angriest girl on the island, who steals Sawyer's gun before her being lifted out of the pit. So we then go to the hatch as Hurley kind of seems like he's in paradise while in the pantry, just kind of look, <laughs> looking around like, oh my god. Like, wow. That's what I put, too. Oh, I was like, Hurley's in heaven. <laughs> yeah, he kind of just looked like he was just happy. So he starts going to town. He was very food. happy. Like, he's first eating the candy bar, then he's eating the chips, and then he's eating cereal in, like, the only way that I'm going to eat cereal from now on, which is, like, dumping cereal into his mouth and then dumping, like, like milk into his mouth. It's like, that, man, that's that, genius. That reminds like, me of your friend Ben, the way he eats burritos. Yeah, that is. He takes, like, mouthful of burrito and then just pours salsa in his mouth. <laughs> <Yes. afterwards. laughs> <laughs> the first time I saw him do that, I was just like... 
What? Yeah, it was just funny, like, the look of, like, because I'm used to him doing that, but it was one of our friends, like. That was one of the ones where, like, you saw me looking at him like that, and you were, like. like, With the look of disgust, and he just eats like like that. But, yeah, I was just like, oh, man, the way he was eating cereal, I was like, this is, why am I using a bowl? Let's, like, cut out the middle, man, and just pour it directly into your mouth. This scene was the closest I've ever seen on TV to my eating habits during the pandemic. Woman. Wow. Oh, I was wondering, what do you guys think is in Apollo bars? Well, uh, so I think it's kind of like a like uh, I haven't had one in a while, but like a kind of like a Milky Way, maybe like a caramely, nutty, chocolatey kind of bar. Oh, and it also has a celestial name, so that makes sense. Yeah, that looked like that. This on this episode, it, I've watched this show too many times. On this it episode, looks it looked like yeah, it looked like a Milky Way. On the last episode. Which or the last episode, of the episode before, when Kate opens it up, it looks like a, an energy bar, like a power bar, something like that. Because it's like a chalk. It just looks like it a chocolate does. piece of thing. Yes, but on this episode, it actually it looks like a candy bar. I'm curious. What I was thinking of the Milky Way, or the yeah, the Milky Ways, or the Mars bars too. But it did look like a power bar. Yeah, with Kate's with when Kate opened it up, right? I can't remember what it looks like on Once Upon a Time. They better not tell Locke that it's a power bar. He's, he's like a dad. <laughs> yeah. He'll go and he'll see the power bar. So take all those yeah. for himself. Old dudes single-handedly keep power bar alive. They like subsist off the leather. That and goo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> goo my, dad, my dad's thing was making us eat carob because it was like the chocolate substitute. That was like the power food. Of yeah, the it was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, are you okay? Carob <laughs> on my I'm frozen sorry. yogurt. Yeah, yeah. That's what they do. And then the ranch composite. That was funny. Yeah, yeah so he's like, then, so he then opens up a box which just has a fully cooked steak in it. That looks awesome. Great. That was weird. I, I was like, it. what the heck is going on? How, why is there a steak <laughs> dish meal in a box? Was Lost, get, like, was lost predicting what's going new on? apron? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, um, speaking of uh, Blue Apron, this episode of You All Everybody is brought to you by Blue Apron. <laughs> Use code my boy for 10% off your next order. Back to the show. My boy. <laughs> uh, well, then he starts eating a Sunday when he's suddenly interrupted by Jen, who just is speaking like perfect English. Yeah. So Hurley mentions it, but then Jen tells him that he, he's like, he's like, no, you're speaking Korean. As like a guy in a chicken costume appears next to him. So then Jin mentions that everything's going to change as we hear the timer countdown beeping. As like Kate starts yelling at Hurley, who was actually sleeping dreaming. But any thoughts of that little last dream sequence? The steak in the box made so much sense. When when I found out he was dreaming, I was like, oh, okay. That was not real. I could only pay attention to Jin's cheekbones as he walked Mm -hmm. in. He's just a flawless... The light, individual. it just hit yeah. perfect. He looked he looked good. Someone give this man a cool yeah. water commercial. For somebody that was not on the beach, like out in the sun with any like beach wave hair going on or anything, he looked pretty good. Just walking into a pantry. So, tree. <laughs> his, I, I kind of started a, a You All Every Pod TikTok, which I haven't been doing, but <laughs> I found, I was looking for lost actors on TikTok. Like none of them have it, but his son has a TikTok, and he goes on his son's TikTok sometimes. Wait, uh, yeah. Daniel Day Kim's son? Yeah. Yes, yeah. his son has a TikTok, and and they do like TikToks together sometimes. That's awesome. So they do like they dances do, like, funny and ones stuff. So they do the trends. Yeah, they do. Oh, cool. I'll have to do that for my yep. uh, research purposes. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is in a uh, uh, trivia thing later. But to, so did you get did this is 
I guess we're mainly for Vanessa, but did you guys notice the, that Walt was on that milk carton that Hurley was drinking out of? No. 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 Yeah, he's what on the milk carton. Throwback. Well, he's on the, exactly, he's on the milk carton, like a missing, like, granted it's a dream, so whatever, but yeah, his picture's on to the milk fair, carton. To be fair, I did watch it after I had finished my three vodka <laughs> well, tokes <yeah>. last night, <laughs> so. You were seeing him on the side of the vodka bottle. <laughs> But I did listen to it on the way back from Orange County. I did listen to it. I put it on the speaker so I could listen to it so I could, like, catch things. I was like, I was way too drunk to watch this episode. Like, is that Walt? <laughs> nah, I'm just drunk. That ain't Walt. No, <laughs> That's stupid. You were speaking Korean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Am I speaking Korean right now? Who was the man in the chicken suit? Uh, he's the 7-Eleven owner the, That's the owner thought. of the store catch. yeah i did catch that okay because okay. i didn't have an answer to that so thank you <laughs> oh i that was the first thing second time going through first oh, thing i noticed right. the shop owner who is somehow able to remember yeah. his ticket and his identity despite at a convenience store hundreds of people coming through and buying lotto tickets i Especially feel like there, i feel like they I feel like they might have a, uh, like, once, if they do have surveillance, they just might go down and figure out who it is with surveillance, just because I think the, I think the store gets a percentage of that, oh. so if you're the store owner, you want to figure out who that is, so that way you can get the oh. percentage, maybe. Ooh, that's smart. I didn't yeah. know. I just thought it was some TV show bullshit. That was just me guessing, but, I mean, I don't no, know if that's true. No, so this is Aaron <laughs> facts, not no, real No, 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 facts. no, like, I know. <laughs> they I do really get a percentage. They, they, really do get, they do get a percentage. It yeah, they do get a percentage. Kind of in my head. But if I was, if I was a store owner, I'd be like, no, I need to figure out who that is, because I want that percentage, uh, especially okay. if it's, like, 123 million, because whatever percentage you're getting, yeah. But, yeah. uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, Kate wakes him up, she points out the numbers, which are taped to the computer, but Hurley's like, bro, I know what the numbers are, before he, like, enters them and resets the timer. <laughs> Hurley's gonna, if they keep letting Hurley do the timer or computer, he's gonna blow up the island. <laughs> <laughs> enter the wrong number in. Yeah. Then, uh, cut to the pit, tiger pit, which has, uh, Sawyer, Jen, and Michael, they're still stuck down there. Michael starts screaming, screaming to be let out, I'm surprised he didn't mention his son. And then uh, Sawyer's like, shut up. So Michael reminds him, like, they took my son. <laughs> so <laughs> Jin points like Jin points out Sawyer's shot up arm and Sawyer's like tells him to pee on it, which I'm not going to give any more context with that because that's what he says. But let's just I'm just going to stay with it. You guys can explain it. But he's no. like, <laughs> I was like, so we're back to peeing on each other again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, we researched it last night because we we're like, what? In what uh, instances is it all right to pee on somebody? And like, <laughs> well, wow. they, they said, up? "What's up?" I uh, know. Go ahead. No. So they said that if you're like in the the article said that if you're like in the wilderness, you don't have access to clean water, you can piss on a wound. But then I was thinking, you know, like they've been in a pit, you know, for like how long? They haven't had water. Like Jin's gonna piss that like dirty iced tea pee. You know what I mean? They, you know, like, <laughs> He it's the his color mouth, of a like, Long Island iced tea. <laughs> just like red piss. Yeah. You don't want that dirty gin piss. Oh, oh my I gosh. Just, okay. I, like, how did that turn out? out? Like, like, like uh, how, did your, how did that search come out to where you, you typed in, uh, when is I it okay to pee on know. someone? <laughs> and then, in, like, how did pornos was Google like, and yeah. we watched a few of those too. Um, Vanessa, uh, I want you to go to your computer and Google water sports. That will lead you to all the articles you need to understand peeing on a Wave movie. runners, water skis. <laughs> yeah, the, the online article that we read was emphatic about using fresh urine. 
that in the absence of water, fresh urine could flush germs out of the wound. But they said, beware using old urine as it quickly turns septic. Who saves urine? Mm-hmm. So make sure it's fresh. Uh, Howard Hughes, guys. I think. Howard Howard. Hughes. <laughs> he saved his urine? He put it in jars. Oh, yeah. In case there was a wound that needed tending, you know? I'm thinking ahead. It was just more like, oh, that jars. I don't I, Why are you looking at me like that? You're like, why do you <laughs> want to be like that guy? I'm like, I don't know, because I want to put urine in jars. You won't let me? I don't. <laughs> I never asked you, but if I you'll let me. I never told can... you you couldn't. I just kind of assumed it was a moot point, but I mean. Well, it really, when you think about it, isn't a toilet like a giant? <laughs> what jaw? was that? Yeah, if you don't flush it, then we can just have a, hundreds of toilets, and we can keep them around the house. Why do we need to? Keep anyway, them? okay, go ahead. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's have like ten minute conversation where I convince her to pee in a jar. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> Vanessa, that wasn't was... Jameson last night. You were <laughs> drinking something else. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Jameson, bourbon, and vodka. So she. Thought. Those were all different I have... shades of urine at different stages. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Hydrated vodka. Not so hydrated Jameson. About to die of sepsis. <laughs> well, I was gonna make a case for that for that particular bourbon. I think it's a lighter bourbon than most. Oh yeah, that bourbon's good. There's a age seven months in oak cats. Uh, it's the Brothers Bond bourbon. <clears throat> so it's Boone, like the guy that he's on the what's it? The vampire, sh- Diaries. vampire Diaries with it's they the started vampire up a Diaries bourbon. bourbon. And they age it in oak casks that are soaked with urine. <laughs> <laughs> urine and blood. Like, <laughs> just to get that Yeah, vampi- vampires. Yeah, exactly. They have their vampires. blood. <laughs> What's the, name, uh, what's the name of the bourbon? It's Brother, called Brothers Bond. It's actually pretty good. It's, it's well, actually pretty good. I don't know. If you want your bourbon to burn, it's not a good, but like it's it's good as it's far as... It's a smooth bourbon. Yeah, it's a smooth bourbon. Oh, I like wow. the uh, the labels. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. It, I was cool. surprised how good it was. But, uh, okay, so... There's not much left. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... We, uh... So you anyway, guys have th- turned me into alcoholic. <laughs> 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 That that was the whole point of this podcast. That's why we started it. So the the uh, big dude whose name we don't know yet, who threw them down in the pit, tosses down a rope for Jin to climb up. Who doesn't do it until Aunt Lucia threatens to shoot Sawyer. So then Michael climbs up it, and Sawyer tells him, uh, "Well, so sorry." She tells Michael to climb up it, so Sawyer tells him not to until he's like pelted in the back of the head with a rock. Michael climbs yeah, up bitch. it. Yeah, don't Michael like her. climbs up it. <laughs> Sawyer is right in the middle of telling them there's no damn way I'm climbing climbing up this as the door closes on him and he calls her a bitch as we get the opening title, which is <laughs> Then goes straight into one of the flashbacks, which I was going to talk about Anna Lucia, but I think I have a comment down there about it, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But we then go straight into one of the flashbacks from Hurley's last episode when he passes out after finding out he has a winning lottery ticket. His mom rushes over, gets him to wake up by slapping him in the face. <laughs> She then asks him what happens, and he tells her it must have been something he ate, so she starts giving him crap about how he eats like shit. Basically, she acts like a Mexican mom, which, uh, like, I wasn't going to mention, but everybody knows this, because, like... I thought, that was, I thought that was the most accurate scene in the entire series. <laughs> like, the like, only thing missing from this scene was her, like, smacking him in the face with a chocolate instead of her hand. <laughs> exactly. Seriously, like... The, the only thing I have, uh, I have to say, the only um, critique I have is that 
a, a Mexican mom would have been more pissed about the table being broken than <laughs> her son. You know, that's what the real reason he was getting a beating. But look what yeah. you did to the fucking table. Look what you did to my table. <laughs> yeah, shit. I love the passive aggressive Jesus conversation. It's yes. like the parents. I loved it. Like call, you know, they call Santa or La Llorona, yeah. and they're like, yeah. "She's gonna come over if you guys don't behave." <laughs> yeah. The conversation was so long. I mean, she went in with Jesus. They were having exactly. long conversations. Like, burning him throughout the whole team because he tries to argue with her uh like she gives him shit saying that he's like crap doesn't exercise he tries arguing with her and he's like i like that he does exercise she comes right back with like he's like she's like falling, falling down, down is not no, exercising that, that was a sawyer level burn <laughs> yeah, exactly. that was amazing and she says that the only time that he's moves is when he's lifting a drumstick from the bucket of chicken <laughs> up to his mouth <laughs> she then continues to give him crap about like she's like 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 Liz said, maybe if you pray, Jesus will take two hundred pounds from you and they'll leave you like with a lady in a car because apparently Jesus is like some sort of cosmic game show host. <laughs> Doesn't work. I've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he mentions that he like you know he likes like his life the way it is. As we get another, as we get a. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Whoosh. <laughs> I, sorry, I didn't write all the wooshes Oh, no, you down. got it. You got it right here. Erica's handling all our wooshes. Oh, I'm, I'm handling the wooshes. Okay. Uh, we go me. back to the island as Charlie wakes up or walks up to Hurley and asks him what the deal is with the hatch. Uh, Hurley mentions that it's kind of like a World War II bunker and Charlie starts giving him crap about lying to him before walking away. What the hell is, why, why won't he believe him about the lotto? I don't understand that. He never believes him about anything. It irritates me. Yeah, know. why do you Charlie's think, why? Why do you think that is? He has trust issues. Yeah. I mean, look at with his brother, and oh, I think he just has some serious trust issues. Maybe. I mean, I probably wouldn't have believed him either, just because, like, okay, dude. But, like... But there's no attempt to ask follow-up questions, like, whoa, dude, are you kidding? Yeah. And then he can say, yeah. no, he I'm just, not. Well, what do you mean? What happened? Storms off. He just... Yeah. 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 Shuts down, storms off, and, like, after everything that's happened on this island... Polar bear, the psycho Scientology people, the devil mist tearing down trees. Like, there's a bunker, and you don't think that's true? Like, come no, on. No, he believed that the bunker part. He just was the, the, the lotto is where you draw the line. You're yeah. a millionaire. Come on. Eh. So we then go to Rose, who's drying or doing laundry, and Hurley mentions that pretty much that they have a washer dryer in the hatch. So they head down there, and we see the front door of the hatch, which I know I said in the last episode, but once again, there is no damn way. That lock and boom would not have found that. Like, it is right. It's it, yeah. It can't be far enough away. I was thinking the same thing. Exactly. Like it's just there, I, and it's in like a, a little cave thing. Which there's. I just don't think they looked for it once they found the door. The they found. Hatch. Yeah, like I don't think they looked around to find a yeah. different door. Boone looks for. I mean, Locke looks for everything. Yeah, I, I Locke is looking for everything. I just don't think he would have they... found it. I agree with Vanessa on this one. Like I he, just he honestly think he got too excited when he saw that particular section of the hatch and only worked on that section and didn't deviate and look to see if there was another opening anywhere. Right. I mean, can we just go back to the laundry, though? Yeah. Like, Rose <laughs> is doing... Okay, Kate, this is one thing that bothers me about Kate. Do you guys remember in the mid-2000s, we were all wearing like three or four layered tank tops like, pulled down... And Kate always has that. And looking at what she's wearing during the show, she's ripping through three to five tank tops a day. So Rose, <laughs> I imagine, is just constantly washing her shirts and the sleeves that Jack cuts off his shirts. 
And why are the only people with those jobs? Those are headbands. They use those for headbands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are the only people with jobs the POC people, the, the brown people? Like, <laughs> they have Rose doing laundry, and then uh, fucking Hugo is doing, like, food, food service. service. Inventory? Yeah. Yeah. That's some bullshit. Well, well, yeah, Luck, Luck has a job. He's convincing people. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, like, yeah. No, but we saw, but we saw what 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 one of the other guys' jobs was. Uh, was that in? Yeah, that was when Sawyer needed glasses. I'm sorry. I'm like we watched we watched the rest of the season. I'm trying to make sure that I don't get ahead of myself. But we saw that one when when the, when Sawyer needs glasses. We saw what one of the other guys was doing. He just bit banging on a piece of. On that piece of uh, uh, the piece of metal, the piece of wreckage. He just sits there banging oh, on that piece of metal all yeah. day. Like, yeah, why? That's, that's yeah, exactly. He's like, well, like I said, it's like he's like, it's eleven o'clock. I guess I got to bang on that piece of metal. Like, yeah. it's like <laughs> the like the vulture. And- yeah, I love <laughs> how like on this side of the island we have a laundromat, a, a community cooperative fruit food stand. We have a golf course. Jin is is a literal sushi chef. And then when we meet the other people, they're living in this dark, dank you know, Soviet era bunker. <laughs> yeah, they got they got uh shafted on their on the hatch or the uh the, the station yeah. as yeah. far as what the station yeah. was. Yeah. But uh so yeah he takes Rose into inside and tells Jack that he told her about the hatch because he needs help with the job that Jack assigned him. So over on the beach Claire's just walking along just being super cute when uh, she notices yeah. a bottle full of messages wash up. She's like starring in her own like sandals resort you're about to see like all inclusive fade in in the top (laughs) claire's aaron sawyer yeah pretty much for sure and she's always wearing okay do you remember back to the 2000s i'm going to be making lots of those references those weird capris they have drawstrings at the bottom yeah pockets all over they're kind of the kind that european tourists love they were like cargo Uh capris they were like yeah. the best. Yeah. They were like, I want to carry a lot, but I'm going to be walking in the ocean for this commercial I'm filming later. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she just puts shells in those as she's walking around the beach. She's like, oh, okay. He's like Tommy Wiseau in the room. His <laughs> pockets are just overflowing with tape and ribbons and keys and coins. So we, I had uh, quite a few pairs of those back in the day. Yeah? Yeah, they were super popular. We then go back to the hatch as Jack t- uh, takes Rose and Hurley to the pantry, where Hurley is supposed to take inventory of everything and try to figure out a way to make it last. But in the meantime, he's not allowed to let anyone touch anything or take any of it. So then Rose and Hurley begin cataloging everything, and Hurley finds a box of Apollo bars, which Rose mentions that are her husband Bernard, uh, that her husband Bernard has a sweet tooth, and Hurley's like, Bernard's your husband was your husband, right? And Rose is like, is my husband stupid? And Hurley's like, oh, wasn't he in the back of the plane? And Rose is like, eh, he's probably fine. But she's like, not probably. She's like, he's fucking fine, dude. Well, Hurley was all, oh, oh Bernard, wasn't that? Your husband that died in a fiery plane crash in Peru. <laughs> yeah. Like it was so like it was so, so insensitive. I know, right? <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Like Erica's, like Eric, Erica's like kind of like ah, fucking. But I, I'm like, I'm, I'm telling you, I think he's just stupid. Whoops, I think he's just stupid. So it's like, it's he's he's like he's just a kind of a dumb dumb guy. I don't know. So where he's like like toward you do something like that, you realize like, oh yeah, your husband Bernard, like he's like super dead, right? Like, yeah. that's the guy that died? <laughs> yeah, that's that totes dead, bro. <laughs> but Hurley isn't given a chance to be a smart and fully developed character by <laughs> Oh, also, okay, I started noticing it in this episode. Rose, everything she says sounds like ancient. She she speaks like every word is ancient wisdom. Like, Hurley's like, oh, you're doing laundry? Are you doing laundry? Listen to your heart. 
She's a page with she all does. the colors of the wind. She's like, she's like Grandma Willow. She's going to be the island yeah, therapist because they all here. need therapy. I'm the assuming Pocahontas reference. Yeah, right. And, and Hurley's got his dynamite like a psychopath. Ugh. And Rose is like, this is not what I meant by paint with all the colors of the wind. Uh, killing her. <laughs> uh, so. I feel like there's another Pocahontas reference, something about leading him down a different path and whatnot. Something about a spinning arrow. I can't remember all the references in it, but... She's like trying to spin his arrow in a different direction. Yeah. You don't need to blow it up. You can do this instead. Yeah, Hurley's all everything's gonna change. The arrow's gonna yeah. go in a different direction. Yeah, exactly. So well he uh so Hurley then tells her that everyone is gonna hate him. Rose mentions that he's the only person on the island that everyone actually likes. And then Kate walks up and asks for if they have shampoo. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep doing that apparently. Mm-hmm. Rose points out the shampoo and then Kate grabs it. It's Hurley sort of Tries to tell her that she's he's basically like, he's like, you can't take that. And she kind of like, okay, dude. And then just like, thanks, man. And then kind of leaves with it. So he gives Rose a look who's just kind of like, it's just one bottle. And her, he makes a pretty good point that he's like, that's how it starts. Slippery slope. Broken window. But be- I felt like she had to know what his job was. Yeah, I would say maybe, but I... She's part of the original Hatch crew that went down there. And when they said whose job is what, I'm pretty sure she was probably present for it. Yeah. So she Kate had knows. to know. Kate knows. She wasn't supposed she to. She doesn't care. It. She just doesn't, doesn't care. This no. is the woman who like poisoned somebody like recently. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Was, I was... She's the what what the young kids refer to now as the pick me girl. <laughs> she is the pick me girl. She's like I'm not like other girls. She's like I'm wearing five shirts. I'm a hunter and tracker. What can I, I say? I just always got one guys. I, I kind of want to look that. What what kind of, what's that? Yeah. What's a Wait, what did you call it? So a pick me girl <laughs> is me. like somebody who um, is uh, like, oh, I'm not like other girls, you know? Like they're pandering so hard to what they believe the opposite sex wants from them. Oh, so oh, they're like, okay. they're basically almost like, oh, like if, you, if you're if you on a softball team or something, you're picking teams, you're like, hey, pick, pick you me should too. pick me because yeah, um, yeah. I'm so cool. And yeah, if you're on the softball team and you're like, and... I just like hanging out with the guys, hitting the ball. Like, I don't know, girls are so much drama. Oh, gotcha. would, you, would you agree with that, Vanessa? Do you agree with that? Yeah. 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 She's a pick me girl. Um, well, see, I always try to defend her just because... I, I mean, I don't, I don't like, like that character either, but I always try to defend her just because all we do is shit on her. And apparently that's not nice. It's easy. <laughs> we've gotten shit. We've got shit about it before. So no, like, uh-oh. I think there's a difference. They don't understand that we're not shitting on the actress. We're shitting on the character. I don't have a problem with the actress. She seems yeah. nice. She plays her. I like the actress. Well. She's pretty. Not that that's a factor, but that's none of the problems I have with her. I have a problem She's specifically not a very with that character. character. Yeah, they yes. did her dirty. They did a lot yeah. of the women on this show dirty. I will say yeah. a lot of the women are not likable characters. How is Evangeline Lilly going to make her character likable when she's written as a pretentious, she, entitled, yeah. sketchy? You know what I yep. mean? She's and not even mm-hmm. doing it well. Like I feel like, like we've she said, acts to her best ability for what she's getting. Yeah, like like yes, we exactly. said with I think it was the it wasn't the season finale. It was her last episode. It was the one where she. It uh it was the bank robbery one, right? Where she's trying to like get on the raft and that one is just like uh it, it was it was bad as far as it made her look like an idiot as yeah. far as the writing and all that tour it like it's, it's like they have to see I hate Locke. 
Locke is a good character. Locke does. I, okay, I know. We'll, we'll get okay. to that. We'll get I to hate that. Locke. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I hate Locke. But he is a good character. He does what he's supposed to do. He's a good actor and whatever. We, I hate Kate. Yeah. Her character, like, she's, you don't she like sucks. Just yeah. like Locke sucks. And, you know... It's not that it's not she we don't like her, it's yeah. just her character. It's I don't like, like just her. the rabbit. I was just drawn this way, baby. <laughs> exactly. Well, but then on top exactly. of that, as far as like the shampoo, it kind of sucks because like for Hurley, because Rose was standing right next to him and like when Jack told him that no one could take anything, yeah, she just like take it, go ahead. Yeah, it, the shampoo's right over there. Which Rose I guess is her exposing point that the constructs it, of their society. Yeah, it's it's like I get her point that it's one small thing, but He's right when he says that eventually it's going to roll into like to where everyone's just bugging for everything and just spirals out of control to where it, yeah, like, you don't because even somebody's going to be like, wait, what? You got shampoo? Where'd you get that? Yeah, exactly. Hurry. You can't bend the rules for one person. Yeah, exactly. And he even tries to voice his, you know, he's like, oh, please don't, like, sort Pete, of. Pete, please stop, you know, and she's, <laughs> she's like, oh, you, you dumbass. Like, I'm just, <laughs> here, here comes my shampoo, like, Sesh, you know, I he's don't too know. nice. Yeah, he's yeah. too nice. He's put not the aggressive wrong enough. In charge of it. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't they put Sawyer, who would have stand vigil with a shotgun? No, he would have stole all that, that shit. Sawyer's in a that hole right now. Would have been gone. <laughs> yeah, Sawyer would have carried out back. Oh yeah, <laughs> Sawyer would have had a hole dug up and put it in the hole away from everybody else. He had his like dark web like marketplace like <laughs> pocket, dude. Everybody would have been like selling shit for for that shampoo. He's got like a trench coat and he's walking down the street. <laughs> <laughs> Wants a peanut butter? It's just smeared with with ranch composite on the inside of his trench. Yeah. I got ranch, I got peanut butter, I got shampoo, I got steak in a box. Okay, so so we, we flash back to uh, Hurley working at Mr. Cluck's where he's starting, where he's like staring at his winning lottery ticket as Johnny, who's played by DJ Qualls, walks up. He then call, he's called into the manager's office and we find out that his manager is our old friend Randy, who was locked dickhead boss into the box, in the box factory. Vanessa, you notice that? I didn't. No, you guys didn't. No, know I didn't. I, That's I Randy. told you I was drunk when I watched uh, okay. this. <laughs> I paused it and I was like, I was Wait, really drunk. Is this Randy Randy? Yeah, that's Randy from that that's Locke's boss. That was Randy. Locke's dickhead boss that gives him shit about um having a uh, girlfriend. Well, which he now rightly I'm did because he is he didn't have a girlfriend, he had a sex phone operator, but you know. <laughs> yeah. But okay, so did Randy have two jobs or um, I think because they both kind of follow the same timeline. I think because it's right before later. he goes. He's he's talking about um when he does well. I don't I don't know. Was it the same character or was it just the same? Yes, it is. Actor? It is the same character. I think. But I think that for me, that connection is one of the. They're always trying to build connections yeah. between timelines, and so it's part of the surreal. They're trying to enhance the surreal nature of the show and make yeah. you pay attention. I think yeah, it's definitely. Oh, jeez, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have you look some stuff up for me later <laughs> if I can remember it. After all this prosecco, just watch like if, probably, if you probably watch the episode again, you probably. Catch but I'm curious. Stuff, but it's sober. Yeah, watch the episode. If he, if <laughs> <laughs> don't listen to like an audio book. <laughs> I like audio books. Yeah, that's audio-book. like the worst way to watch the, this show is like <laughs> just like uh, listen to the episode. <laughs> I've watched it once. I listened to it a second time. We gotta watch it sober at least yeah. once next time. Okay, I have to stop procrastinating. <laughs> uh, so the, yeah, so he shows Hurley the surveillance tape from the night before, which is her. Hurley just kind of 
which is Hurley just sitting there reading a comic book while eating chicken. <laughs> Rennie says he owes for an eight piece and to stop giving the customers so many damn napkins. So Hurley tells him to suck a butthole but and then quits, except he doesn't say that. He does it like in a nicer way. Dude. I quit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's Yo, Randy. My favorite was I didn't eat. I don't owe you for an eight piece. He's like, do we really need to watch the whole video? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Randy's the type to like smell his employees' breath after a oh, shift, totally. make sure they didn't like. You know, he's, he's like such a little brown noser. He's yeah. such a petty little asshole. He's so the the reaction is so disproportionate. Like Randy has been in his office, like. For, like reading receipts by candlelight and like watching CCTV. <laughs> He's been up for like 36 hours and the reaction is so disproportionate. So I looked up the prices of several eight pieces. So, um, You're thorough. Yeah, Ooh, at nice. KFC, an eight piece They're gonna kick us off the show and hire these guys. <laughs> yeah, there's like a, it's a 10 piece at Church's Chicken is 25.81. The markup is probably 90%. So he consumed what, maybe a couple dollars yeah. of chicken. But I mean, yeah, I, I get it, but I've also worked at a restaurant where they're like, you still, you can get fired for that. So, it, I think it depends on how much you like. They like you, but also, Rainy's kind of a dick. So, I mean, if I would have just taken something to eat, yeah, it's dependent on the manager. Because if I would have done it like with certain managers, with maybe don't name any. Yeah, <laughs> I just realized that was a particular manager that I get along with, that we have like still a good rapport with. They would have been like, "Oh, you're hungry? Go, go eat something real quick." While I'm while I'm serving myself already. <laughs> Whereas like other dickhead old managers that we've mentioned in the past on here already. Marcus. Marcus. <laughs> Vanessa, what's your opinion on Chicken Gate? Yeah, Chicken Gate. I worked in a yogurt shop when I was in high school, and I probably ate half of the yogurt that was sold at that place <laughs> and toppings. <laughs> Oh yeah, because the... like, they only have one person in there, and you're just like, fuck, this is boring. Nobody comes in here. I'm just gonna eat yogurt and cookie dough toppings all day. Yeah. Somewhere, That's Randy awesome. is like fuming over this video yeah, of you. For just, sure. like, just took the golden grams again. <laughs> I would just eat stuff and and say that I paid for it. Or when I was a line cook at a cafe, they just had bins of everything. So I was making yeah. these terrifying combinations. I would just take a croissant and cover it in bacon and Nutella. I just put it in the panini press. Just bacon and Nutella. Oh yeah, just yeah, grilling yeah. everything. I might have to try that. I flat out took a tortilla one time and heated it up and just like tossed a ranch on the top of it and rolled it up and <laughs> ate it in the back. What? Like... Erica, so... Erica <laughs> did some stuff that I was like, "Eh, why are you eating that?" Mashed potatoes with honey <laughs> mustard, which was surprisingly good. Weird shit. Which was uh, I, that's what I said, but it, when I tried it, then I was like, tried "This is surprisingly good." I said, good. "Don't knock it till you try it," and then you're like, "This is actually good," and I'm disappointed to tell you this. Yeah, was well, like, the, it was tortilla ranch and what? It was just a warm tortilla with ranch. Whoa. I didn't have any butter, and warm tortillas with butter are like the shit. And yeah. I just, I just well, yeah, tortillas ranch. and yeah. butter, yeah. That's I didn't have any well. butter. Nah. And they keep the butter in the back. <laughs> and if you ask them for anything, and it's not a cool line cook, and they don't just give it to you, yeah, they're, not they're like, bring it in first. So the ranch is up front, and the tortillas are up front, so. Okay, so. That's what I did. Uh, so we we then cut to him out, out uh, we then cut to Hurley outside, breathing into a bag, possibly to calm himself down, but you know. The bag still might have smelled like chicken, so that could have been part possibly why. He's just inhaling the bottom yeah, of the exactly. chicken pieces out of the bag. So uh, DJ calls in and walks out, tells him that he quit too, and Hurley kind of gives him like a guilty a guilty look as we get another. Whoosh. And then go back to the island where Locke is wandering through the jungle looking for fruit. 
he then calls for Charlie and tell like he then just like calls to Charlie, tells him he knows he's following him and asks why. Which I think he mentioned that he's like, I walked around in circles, man. You know, <laughs> you obviously, I mean, I know you're following. Didn't even me. notice. Yeah, and uh, Charlie begins complaining about being kept in the dark about the hatch. But did what? Do you guys know what fruit he was eating? Because Erica's like, that's a lemon. I'm like, that is not a lemon. After a little bit, it looked like maybe a guava. I, I have no idea. I couldn't tell. Yeah, I think it was. I, I don't think it was a, a lemon. He wasn't like reacting to it. And yeah, he didn't put I, the peel on his mouth. If it were citrus, that peel yeah. would have been. Well, it was also put it in the grill. It was oh, also yeah, hollow his infamous too. orange scene. Yeah, creepy. my favorite scene ever. His orange grill. Did that it's traumatize so you, Vanessa? The peel scene. <laughs> Everything he does traumatizes me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's when the hate started. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> so over in the, the hatch, Sides using a piece of wreckage to try to get through that concrete wall as Jack walks up. Side mentions it's probably like eight to ten feet thick. And then mentions that it, they might be able to go under it by going through a grate in the floor. Uh, meanwhile, over in the pit, the big dude opens up, opens up like the door thing, throws Saeed some rope to climb down. Or sorry, Sawyer some rope to climb down. Sawyer tells him, he's like, not until my friend, I know my friends are okay. So Michael walks over, says hello, pretty much. He says, oh, so we're friends now? <laughs> yeah, before Ana Lucia tells him to climb up where he's going to end up staying down there. So he does it, climbs up. Michael and Jen are up there waiting for him. And Michael uh, mentions that they that the rest of them believe that they were on the plane. Ana Lucia notices a rock that Sawyer's carrying. So she clocks him before, like, <laughs> she knocks him to the ground before, like, pushing her foot on his wounded arm. And, man, it's, like, her second Such episode in the show. And I'm pretty sure I wasn't, like, at this point, watching it the first time, I was already like, fuck this chick. Like, she's was already she's, not a fan of She's single-handedly trying to ruin Sawyer's brain. Like she's like giving <laughs> him like CTE, yeah. like dementia. Like, I, like he's gonna go back to camp and see uh, CK and be like, "What's up, Frankles?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that brain is is fucked because of her. So, what were you guys? Is I like trying not to get ahead. We've been trying not to get ahead as far as the character. Like your thoughts. And granted, it's they're making it pretty clear, but. What were you guys' thoughts on the character Ana Lucia at this point of the show without trying to go ahead, which I know is hard to do, but... Um, I hate her. I think Vanessa, you, you explained woman. that last time. But. Yeah. Another hateable woman. <laughs> yeah. 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 Unfortunate. I like Locke more than I like her. <laughs> wow. Wow. Ooh. That's pretty bad. I know. Damn. I know. You must <laughs> really hate her. Hate That's a bad burn. I do. Yeah. I mean... Also... I would I would just like to point out when they kind of established that they were all from eight fifteen. I was like, "Wow, is that young buff dude Rose's husband?" He's <laughs> a cougar. Grandma Willow's Go a cougar. Rose. Yeah, Rose. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, I, I Michelle Rodriguez kind of plays this character in everything she does, though. This is the same character. Same yes. character. So, I don't think I've seen her in something too. Not that I've seen a lot of stuff of her. I've seen yeah, two or three things, mean, but I yeah. think I've seen enough to where I'm like, you literally play the same character in everything Which, you're in. That Which sucks that like you got typecast with that. But people hire her though. Yeah, they want. And she's that always character. like street smart Tom. Yeah, the yeah. badass. I got a like, bone to pick. Yeah, I got it's a just hard like life. like Resident Evil. It just sucks with Avatar with like is, in this instance like, because it's doing that to characters that you've already have like an established relationship with and then you have someone coming in there to where they're like fuck you you do what i say and then like hurting people. stop hurting him yeah. you you asshole yeah so. i don't think i would 
feel like that if she did that to him maybe like last season. Like when he was before more he started, before, before, before he started before taking a shirt I off. Before started being like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, like like if they were if she was helping them torture him earlier, <laughs> I would have been like, yeah, that's that's probably a good idea. But but it, now it, he's a likable character. So what are you saying, Vanessa? Yeah, he's she's just so unnecessarily mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she's just like I don't understand right why you are so like. It really shows the difference between because she's obviously a leader between her and Jack and I think I talk about this later, but the light and the dark and <laughs> you can just see those contrasts. Yeah, there. Vanessa's starting to get it. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> it's the rocks. Uh, we then go to Charlie and Locke in the jungle as he asks Locke follow-up questions to what Locke obviously told him about the hatch. Basically about them having to push the button every 100, uh, 108 minutes and him asking where Desmond went and Locke saying he's not sure because he didn't really leave a trail. Dude, how did, okay, did we see Desmond book it? He's like, he's like flailing through the woods with a huge <laughs> jumpsuit on and like a biohazard suit. How did he not leave a trail? Uh, yeah, he's, maybe just because he's been there long enough. That's my only like... I have a piece of... Uh, I should probably save that until later. He mentions that everyone is taking shifts pushing the button. He then also mentions there's a record player, which Hurley, or sorry, Charlie seems to like perk up about before telling him that Hurley is in charge of the food. So we then see Hurley hanging out at the beach as Charlie walks up to him and then just proceeds to be kind of a dickhead. Like, give him like a kind of dickheaded guilt trip about the, few, the food. He first tells him that he knows, his, like he knows about the button and the food. Then asks if there's peanut butter for Claire, which wasn't clear, clear. I tried to write it down phonetically, but, but anyway, which, uh, Hurley tells him there is. So Claire then, or so Charlie tell, then starts like giving him shit about it and pulls a, I thought we were friends before storming off, which was not very cool of him, but. He's such a piece of shit in this episode. Yeah. And I hate how he uses the baby and Claire as like emotional yeah. Ma- manipulation. Yeah. Like, dude, just take them out of it and like, like treat your friend. I mean, he's such a dick. He's such a sketchy asshole. You just, he just you're you're telling the baby no. You're telling the baby no. Like, yeah. The baby's asleep. He doesn't fucking know what peanut butter is. Like, what are you Can talking I just say, about? like, speaking of trauma from this show, do you guys remember that scene between Charlie and Clea where they were play acting as if they had peanut butter? Yes. Yes. I cringe yeah. so hard. They're like... <laughs> <laughs> they're so like the fake peanut butter off each other's fingers like sick fucks i still think about it and and kind of cringe it was it was very cringy who wants another shot anybody i i mean i'm sipping on oh, my gosh. right now totally i'll take a shot of prosecco because i have to finish this bottle because i'm oh, not wait, getting the cork back in it did you guys get <sighs> i was gonna go to costco and get the one at costco because it's good and it's cheap but i went to stater brothers and got Lamarca. I don't know what this is, but Ooh, that's a fine vintage. I got Dharma Collective Prosecco. <laughs> it's, really good. it's dry, very aged. It's better than the than the Dharma brand uh, champagne for sure. Nice. <laughs> my my mom is a Prosecco. Uh, oh, and she likes it when I mention her. She listens. She's our one of two fans. What's her name? My mom Sherry. Hi, Sherry. We love you. 
You better keep that in there. She'll love it. Sherry, <laughs> baby. Sherry, baby. We got Sherry, baby. Oh, menage a trois. Ooh, oh, ooh, very good nice. stuff. I did. Oh, ooh, fancy. About that. Well, let's uh, have a toast to Sherry. Do you want to say something? Toast to Sherry and... Thanks for supporting me, Mom. Your yeah. sister, too. My biggest friend. fan. Sherry, you're oh, awesome. Yeah. Moms are so cool. We love moms. And then toast to my I'm sister. Mom. She's. <laughs> those are like our two biggest fans. Sherry. Our two only fans. Sherry and my sister. <laughs> to your sister. She's number Cheers. two after Sherry. What's your sister's name? Tamra. Hi, Tamra. <laughs> what up, team? Anyway, we get another... <laughs> you gave me the wrong moment. Sorry. Whoosh. And then flashback to Hurley and DJ Qualls at a record store singing uh, Suck Shaft's number one hit, You All, Everybody. <laughs> but uh, Hurley then heads up to the front counter to talk to Starla, which is a name I just love. Like, anytime I think of a girl named Starla, it's always a manager smoking a cigarette like, Hey there, Dom, my name's Starla. What can I get for you? It's just, it's it's a name, I don't know, every time. Hurley, you're my rock. Yeah, exactly. Hurley, exactly. without there. you, the sun won't shine. The bee, Butterflies. The bees, the money. Give oh, me Hurley. Everything will fall apart. <laughs> Dude, okay, can we talk about when they're when they're singing along to the Dry Shaft song? Yeah. It's, okay, so the section is like, bargain like one hit wonders i'm like oh yes the bargain one hit wonders section of blockbuster i always used to shop there it's next to classic rock i did too yep (laughs) (laughs) they're just driving home how much everybody hates them you know yeah yeah my favorite was they had no idea what the words were after that like both of them are singing something else random i hate people and their expensive stuff (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, Starla is also uh, the gal from the Mighty Ducks. Yes. And oh, she yeah, looks she's familiar. like, yeah, well, the uh, oh, yeah, only girl from the, the first Mighty Ducks. But uh, no, there was two girls. Well, no, oh, well, actually, there's yeah, she's the there's the, the figure skater. Yeah, she's the girl that's and... in all three of them, or four, or however that's many so there cool. are. <laughs> but yeah, Mighty she's Ducks. like the main girl. Mighty Ducks knew how to write women. Unlike yes, <laughs> strong, powerful duck women. Yeah, you need to take a note from Mighty the, the writers we of Mighty all, Ducks. You know, we should all take a note from Mighty Ducks. Who, who, uh, the guy that kidnapped Walt was in, which Wait. I just realized right now. Who is he in Mighty Ducks? He was. He's Emilio Estevez's driver in Mighty Ducks. Like, <laughs> is this the same universe? Lost. In what? Mighty he's also he's a driver. A he's a driver. Like he always is driving. <laughs> now something. I have to go back and watch. Exactly. Yeah. That guy's in everything, so that doesn't surprise me. But yeah, he's a he's his driver in Mighty Ducks. He's also um, <laughs> keep going, but he's also uh, a convict that Uncle Phil hires because Will bugs him about. Like as a repairman, and then they think that he's still anyway. He think that it's an, he's in Fresh Prince too. So, he's typecast. <laughs> yeah, as as just yeah that that uh, sketch person. Yeah, there Drive. you go. I was Safe like trying to use the right word. Yeah. Okay, but uh, so <laughs> they tell her that they quit their jobs, and then Hurley asks if she wants to come to the Hold Steady show. Which did you guys like to Hold Steady? Anybody? Fans mm. the, the what? I, I never really I, listened to them. I've I know that I know the name and I I tried to listen to a couple of songs on Apple Music but I was like no I don't know like I don't know if they had a radio song or something but I don't know it. Oh, like indie rock. Who was it? Was made up yeah, band. it's indie rock. Called, I thought it was a... the Hold Steady. Yeah. 
I thought it was a made-up person. I thought it was a made-up <laughs> band for the show. I You're like, know. it might as well yeah. be. But they're going to the Troubadour, I think, which I heard is a cool venue. But anyway, um, so she agrees to go with them, and then DJ Qualls and him are leaving the record store. Holy mentions that he wanted to ask her out before, and DJ Qualls is like, before, like, he actually, I don't think he mentioned that, but. Yeah, this is also when Hurley bumps. Sorry, I'm starting to get this alcohol starting to hit me now. Drinking all day is not good. But he, this is when he bumps into the uh, the thing, which, like you said, I feel like that might have been like a nervous thing. Although it, you could take it as like the like a fat guy thing too. When read but, in context of his character and the way others treat him, I thought it was definitely a, a jab at his body size. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. yeah, especially the way he's. Yeah, okay. That, I kind of really felt for him because I'm a very clumsy person, as I explained <laughs> earlier when I dropped the same beer yeah. three times. So. Oh, yeah, when you scooped up some Jankum on that third, I, <laughs> third drop into the toilet. I mean, I full on <laughs> have like walked into a store. Somehow gotten my ankle into one of those little hand basket carriers. Like it was empty. <laughs> it was empty, and I ste- stepped into it somehow and took off so... walking. And it like ring its way around my foot and tripped me. And I had to like stop, fix myself, whatever. And people are staring at me like, "Oh my god, what? Like, are you okay?" And Aaron just looks at me and like, <sighs> and like keeps walking. <laughs> yeah, but like it happens all the time. So like she trips and like she like almost falls and trips because she tripped over like something that's obviously there. Which I, I was like, it. which it wasn't like it was just like, uh huh. Well, that was Erica. But then they're like looking at like there's like three people that run up to her and they're like, oh my god, are you okay? And they look at me and like probably like a uh, that asshole thing. I was like, she does this all the time. It's like you know, it's her thing. <laughs> so and, they, uh, and then they walk over and then like, you doing okay there? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. This is like embarrassment. <laughs> I love that you were spinning it. Like you were almost like you were at a music festival and you were one of the dancers who's like spinning, but instead of hoops or like fire, you just have like. Shopping carts. It's just I was trying to try my hula hoop skills around my ankle. <laughs> like hand baskets. You've got like five around uh, your neck. But have, honestly, in that moment when I was saw that and saw Harley like bump into it and I was like, mm, been there, man. We have a, good we have thing a, good thing you were able to steady it and nothing fell off of it. That's yeah. more embarrassing. Then you gotta pick it all up and put it back oh, on. Oh yeah. I feel like we have a lot of those moments because there was like well, this is a little different, but there was like another time where because she's a photographer and she was looking for a wedding dress for a shoot <laughs> and so we went to the thrift, thrift store. store like a big thrift store and it was on a saturday there was a ton of people around and i was just i went with her just because like i like i just to go but she's sitting there like sifting through like the all, all the wedding dresses like this trying to find something and i'm just sitting on my phone like all right well whatever and there's these ladies walking by and as they're walking by they're looking at her like oh, this poor girl has to buy a wedding dress at a thrift store and then looking at me like you fucking son of a bitch. Cause like I'm not even caring. I'm just like sitting on my phone like this motherfucker. Like this poor girl has to buy a wedding dress at a wrist dress store, and her boyfriend, her like fiance, does not give a shit. And I was like, this is great because like just the dirty looks I was getting at that time was You're awesome. You're a monster. Yeah. I once cut my my forehead open on this huge kombucha bottle. My sister and Rudy and me were horsing around in this Whole Foods parking lot in Santa Fe. This is the most Santa Fe story ever. <laughs> and they pretended to push me into the trunk. And one of those mega bottles of kombucha, like the, the big boys, smashed me in my head, splits my eye here, my eyebrow. Oh. And we had to go straight to the ER. I'm like pouring blood. My, my scalp here yeah. is, is open. And 
we have never been in such a tense, horrible situation. If you've ever been a man waiting with a woman who has like a cut on her face, I've never felt so solemn. It wasn't me. No, I was like cracking my fingernails. (laughs) Blood on your knuckles. What? What? Oh my God. (laughs) We got into the doctor's office after so many dirty looks from everyone in there. It was scary. And the doctor comes in and she looks at me. She's like, oh, he did this again? I'm like, yeah, every Tuesday. <laughs> and then, so she started laughing. I think she knew at that point that I was not a victim. The story is so, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, it sounds like a made-up story. Like, a, I got hit by a kombucha bottle it, getting in a trunk. I don't know. It was just like, <laughs> I did it. I did it. Yeah, she asked yeah. me what flavor kombucha it was. As a ginger ale. She's like, all right, you're telling the truth. That's <laughs> <laughs> all. It was that good GT stuff, the black label on the top shelf. Yeah, well, my son was in another CPS moment. Um, <laughs> we were at SeaWorld, and my son just like ate it and fell and like busted his head open. I had to go into the SeaWorld, like, little i don't know office and they were like oh yeah you're gonna have to go to the hospital we had taken to children's hospital he's like got this he still has a scar and they peed I was like, on he it. F- <laughs> they did they did they glued it together and then they peed on it they were and, like, yeah sorry, i was man. like he just tripped on a rock he was running around on a perfectly flat sidewalk at sea world and hit the one rock and just bam I'm sad yeah. he didn't say, like, Mom, I've never been to SeaWorld before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should lie and say that Shamu bit him or something. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, <laughs> we, uh, uh, we then go back to the hatches. Saeed and Jack are down below the grates, and they're working their way under the hatch, kind of, like, looking for that cemented off area. Saeed starts banging on the wall again uh, before mentioning it's just as thick. So they begin trying to work their way around it before Saeed mentions that the last time he heard of concrete being poured everywhere, it was Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. Um, and then no- they notice hot pipes and he- start hearing, like, they hear something. So Jack heads up, check it out, and finds Kate finishing up showering. And the look on his- Jack's face is basically like, bah, 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 boom, what's up? Because, like, they share, like, an awkward little sexual tension moment as she tells him pretty much that he smells like he hasn't showered in 46 days. In movies and TV, like, uh, people always walk in on somebody, like, taking a shower, and they, like, just stand there, and they're like, hey. You know what I mean? Yeah, instead like, of, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I just wish I just wish it was, like, Hurley taking a dump when he walked in. We already have one of those episodes. Why are these pipes <laughs> so hot? Why are these pipes so hot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone pre-warmed the seat. <laughs> Dude, the other thing Somebody is that... found that Dharma extra spicy. Oh, yeah. He's been eating a lot of composite ranch. <laughs> Why does Kate... Compl- she comes out and instead of, oh my God, it's been months. It's been 47 days. I took a shower. What bliss. She's like, well, oh, the water pressure was okay. And it was kind of sulfurous. I'm like, Kate, yeah. you have been on the road, on the run, staying in barns. <laughs> and you're complaining about this shower's water pressure. Also, where are her tan lines? Yes. Where are her tan lines? I want to see those. She's got zero tan lines going no, on here, nothing. and all she she's wears is tank tops. Maybe, yeah. maybe, she's got that maybe, 2000s maybe, tank like, on. She wakes up early, and then she just like lays out nude to, to get rid of the tan lines, and then, you know. She just goes, hangs out with Shannon for like five <laughs> exactly. hours at the beginning of the day. Erin, <laughs> you've been thinking a lot about this episode. Yes. Like that, I was like, I was ready <laughs> for that, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> So we then go to the jungle where Michael Sawyer and Jen are walking somewhere. 
Uh, one of the tail section gals then tells Michael, hi, my name's Nina Reeves, but people call me Libby, which right before she trips, which is just a joke for Erica, apparently. Uh, yeah, it was just a joke for me. I, like, I, I started to laugh because I thought you were going to say the actress's name, and then it clicked where I was like, no, you didn't. You did that for me. Thank you. That's a general that, hospital joke. That is joke. her current character on general hospital, which is sad that I'm a 50-year-old lady with... <laughs> That's still watching the blonde girl. Yeah, yes, that's still that's watching Libby. General Hospital. Yeah, so well, yeah, that's that's Libby, the the blonde girl. She looks like she's coming out of a Whole Foods parking lot. She's rocking the like free the nipple, the sort of like beige, <laughs> like drapey yeah. sort of bodysuit. I'm like, you were in that parking lot when I was. Hurt she runs a fashion model. magazine on General Hospital right now. Yeah. Ooh, oh, she does. Cool. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> she she Fair. so she asked Michael how many they have in their camp. Michael tells her about forty. And then he asks of the, uh, how many of them survived, and she and Libby tells him twenty three. So then the big dude has a quick convert, like little conversation with Sawyer, and apologizes for throwing him in the pit. As the angriest person on the island, aka Anna Lucia, <laughs> mentions that they've arrived at their destination, and oh hey, we're at another Dharma station, which has a name. And unless I'm completely wrong, I don't think it's really a spoiler mentioning the name. Should I not mention the name? I don't. I asked you. I can okay. say his name. <laughs> uh, well, that it's I had the Aaron, but it's called the Arrow. <laughs> It, it autocorrected my thing but yeah the, the name of that station is called the arrow so it's station i don't know what number station is because i know they all have numbers but anyway this is after this is after Anna lucia says i said no talking <laughs> you know she's so mean unnecessarily mean. every scene she's in my comment are she's still a bitch <laughs> <laughs> yep. it hasn't changed she's still a bitch <laughs> So, uh, they uh, they head inside, and damn, there sure ain't twenty three of them anymore. There's like what, maybe four or five of them. Yeah, it's sparse. Yeah, Michael's like, yo, you said there was twenty three of you, and Libby is like, there. Well, there were. So yeah. we head over to Sun's Garden, as Shannon and Pretty Claire, which I wrote, <laughs> uh, <laughs> walk up, walk up, and tell her that they found the message in a bottle. And I really want to make a police joke, but like police messages in a bottle joke right here. But it was like 5.15 when I was writing this part. And I was just thinking to myself, well, it's coming on the wire. So every breath I take, I, as well as every move I make, is just going to make things worse. And that's all I got for his police joke. Every breath I take. And okay. we haven't sang in a while. Can we get a sing-along? We ah. make every episode. There's a song I've written every for every episode. <laughs> Are we singing the Puff Daddy or are we singing the police? Yeah, well, I, I almost, I had, oh. to, I had to correct myself because I had, I'll be missing you at first. And then I was like, oh, that's not the police. <laughs> that's the wrong one. Because uh, the, the sting one or the police one's way creepier. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, that's illegal. Mine, mine was, who, who sings that? The police? No, the other one where it's like message in a bottle. That's the police. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just I just no. couldn't think of a message in a no, bottle. No, message in a bottle is Christina Aguilera or the G in a bottle. Yeah, Christina Aguilera. No, it's not. And like all of us did this, we were like, yeah. I'm a message in a bottle. If you read me the right way. Oh, I love that we were all like Sawyer. I'm not putting my. I like how Sawyer can read me the right way. Ready for some button? Another button. <laughs> That's genie uh, in a bottle. You should, you, but... you should just keep unbuttoning buttons the further the further along the episode we get. Oh, like, they've been does... going down. Every mention of Sawyer, I'll open another button. Okay? <laughs> okay. He's gonna be naked by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> naked by the end of the show. I was gonna Sorry. say that's another song. 
I'm so sorry. I'll let myself out. <laughs> so uh, I loved it because I was thinking it. Wait, who sings this song? JT. Oh, all right. But uh, so they give some of the bottles. We head over to the hatch with Hurley walking up to Locke and giving him crap about telling Charlie. Mostly, mostly he says because like change is stupid. Locke tells him that Hurley has a job and Locke has his, which would be good. Which would be a good reason until like he explains what his job is, which was convincing people to, like I said, to push the button every 108 minutes. Rich, okay, that's what I was gonna say. Real quick, what's your guys' opinion on Locke up to this point? Are you like? Pro, like you guys have kind of already said it, but you guys are pro lock. I love lock. Um, I first of all, he's not. He's like the anti Jack, and I think Jack yeah. is such yes. a fucking uptight asshole. Such an asshole. And uh, I, I just love Locke's like, I love Locke's faith. I love his like conviction, and I love that he's like, yo, there, this island is crazy. This shit is special. Like some shit's going down. Nervous. Oh, shut up, the old man. Like. I don't know. I, I think he's an amazing character. I've and his clothing. Him. Yeah, like where did he get this like elite grandpa like survivor clothing? You know what I mean? Because he shows up to the island and he's like in his like plaid shirt and his little khakis, and all of a sudden he's like hardcore. He REI. came down from L.A. to Oceanside and was shopping in the Marine stores. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. He has like a Camelback. He's got like the yep. extreme version of the the '90s capris. Yeah. This yeah. is such a drastic older. like switch from last week because Joe was on last week and he was like, "Fuck that old man." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Joe, Joe was the complete opposite last week, but yeah. So Liz the same way, obviously. Yeah, I think something I really appreciate is that he smizes like ninety percent of the time he's on mm-hmm. screen. He's like, mm-hmm. he has this wonderful gleam in his eyes. Tyra's <laughs> like, Locks, like, it was kind of like a smile, like, mm-hmm. yeah. I know, Van- I know Vanessa hates Locke, but how do you two feel about, about I love Locke. He's one of my favorites. Same. Top two, Locke and I... Charlie. Okay, but on this scene, I have to admit, I actually kind of agreed with him. <laughs> what, what, what about uh, it? Just like, this is your job. We all have jobs. We need to do it. Like... Man the fuck up and do your job. I was surprised that you did that because like, I thought what it like when, once he mentioned like what his job was, you would have been like, oh, your job's getting people to to push a button. Fuck you, man. No, and uh, I don't think that. I mean, it's we joke. It's a button. We have to push these numbers, whatever. But if this is really, they're trying to convince people that this is an actual thing. We may all die if you don't push this button. Like. This could be something serious. Like, he really has to convince these people to help out. Um, and Hurley is kind of whiny and, he, I mean, he's just, he wants to be the nice guy. He wants to be loved. And Locke is like, yeah. w- and w- we have a job to do. We have to do it. Whether people like us or not, it needs to get done. Yeah. And I, I also really like agree that- with Locke. I also really liked it. Um, he was like, why did you tell Charlie about the hatch and blah, blah, blah. And, and he's like, because he asked. Yeah. And yeah. I think so much of the conflict on the island is because there's all of the secrecy. Yeah. Like, yes, they're all withholding sure. information. And, and that's, that's also another part I agreed on. I think they try to keep too many secrets and I want them to be honest. And I mean, there's maybe some things that need to be kept secret, but... Shit, why do we have to keep so many secrets? You guys are just like clicks over here now. So I, I did agree with a lot. Which I forgot to mention, said. which was when uh Charlie was giving Locke shit about stuff, Locke was pretty much like, Well, what do you want to know? 
And Charlie looked at him surprised. Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's why he was like that. But, okay, so Hurley starts complaining to him about it. And Locke's pretty much like, you don't get to quit. And Hurley's like, pretty much like, fuck this old guy. And, like, heads over to get the dynamite as we get another whoosh. And then flashback to Hurley <laughs> and uh, DJ Qualls stealing and then setting up gnomes on Rennie's lawn out, like, to spell out cluck you. As they're, like, yelling, <laughs> cluck you, Randy. So then, I thought it was funny. They were like gnomes that were mooning him. Yeah, I thought it was a clever way to say fuck you on primetime TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, we, okay, we paused this when their van opens up to the pile of gnomes. We counted no less than 21 gnomes in the car, <laughs> and they're each carrying one. Like, is this some weird neighborhood where the homeowners association had gnomes? requires three to four garden gnomes you guys need to start your own law show because you guys are way more on top of stuff than we are (laughs) we don't have a homeowners association back home but our our neighborhood for christmas does a um where's waldo thing this drink's pretty good (laughs) i don't know if it's because i'm kind of drunk now but this is pretty good yeah, the drags are really it. good. I think it's boiling, boiling down just Prosecco, though. So I'm like, like oh, yeah. Prosecco's, Prosecco's like, good. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we do this where, Where's Waldo thing for Christmas time. And every house has a Waldo. You just have to find it in their yard. And one year, these teenagers thought it was funny to steal all the Waldos and put it in <laughs> this one particular teacher's house. And, like, knocked them all in the yard waving saying hi whatever there was like three different ones but they all were saying hi basically and she was livid she like she was outside our little community too so she was like all of your stupid waldos are in my house blah 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 and she was mad and the only one that didn't get stolen was ours that year because my dad had strung him up in a tree because he thought that was funny. <laughs> and the people tried and couldn't get him out of the tree. You had a Waldo lynching? Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, what? I wasn't going to go there. I wasn't going to go there. Basically. <laughs> okay, dad's like, check it out. Check it out. When he hangs it up, he's like, hey, I found it. Look at that dick. <laughs> I hate, I hate putting his Waldo on. <laughs> like, so- Remind me to never go to Blythe. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Even Waldo's not safe. (laughs) But that's what I thought, too. When I saw it, I was like, does every neighbor have, like, a a gnome or something that they stole? Like, or did they go to, like, some Lowe's or something and buy, like, a ton of gnomes that were on sale? And they're ceramic, too. And they're just tossing those things in there. Yeah. They didn't get it. Oh, wait. You said they had how many? Like, another 20 inside the van? They had quite a few. Like, 21. They had 21. They each had one in their arms. So they had 23 gnomes. Number. That's a number. That's, That's one of the numbers. numbers. Oh, shit. Wow. We need to pause and count more often. Uh, you think <laughs> you guys got blown. Put, screenshot that face <laughs> and put that on Instagram. Oh. This is why we film it for reasons like no, that, where you're just yeah. like, what? There are no accidents in Lost, I guess. <laughs> so, never. There so. isn't. <laughs> it's the eight piece and the gnomes. It all makes sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The Wait, talks. do we Wait. see every number in every episode? Now I have to go watch every um, single episode again. Know, we gotta start again. <laughs> They're in every single episode. <laughs> DJ Qualls mentions that they have to find a new job uh, the next day as Hurley makes him promise that the stupid shit they're doing would never change. And real quick, do you guys have moments of stories like this with your friends where you like do a bunch of stupid like 
Like just like a funny like kind of story because like I ha- I have one that I thought of when I was watching this to to where, okay so uh Joe which he was on the last episode but he and my two other friends wrote like came up came driving this is when we were like twenty this is always before we were drinking because when we we're drinking it wasn't like granted we were drinking then but it was always before we can get into bars it was always like stupid shit we do to where it was like we he he they, they they drove up they're like we're going shopping cart bowling and I was like what's like, well, I was like, what do you do? Well, basically, we um, will go in an empty parking lot. We get a, like, one of us, the passenger, grabs a shopping cart, and then we speed up, and we let the shopping cart go, and we watch it run into stuff. And I was like, that sounds fucking stupid. No, it sounds fun. Do you ever, like, jump? See, I, was, I thought you were going to say that you jumped onto it and just, like... No, no, but <laughs> I went, and when it happened, it was great like, like what yeah. like, was saying, chaos. like oh no it was like the great because uh, like i was like are you guys fucking kidding me this is fucking stupid but then when it happened i was like yes go 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 <laughs> and then once it runs into yes. something and it flips because it, it like get it going like 30 like 30 miles an hour and it flips over and it's like flipping in the air like yeah all right like and then we did that for like two show. hours and it's just <laughs> like it- stupid shit like that what, what what did you see it hit? What was the best thing that it um, hit? Just, I, it, it was never cars. It was never, like, trying to damage anything. It was, like, I think it hit, like, a one of those, like, curb things that sticks out, and it flipped, and it just flipped in the air, like, four times and fell into, like, a dumpster or something like that. It was oh. just like, yeah, all right. But, yeah, stupid shit like I wish that. You I wish you would have landed on its wheels and rolled away. <laughs> no, because once you get to that yellow line, they lock up and stop. So it's, like, flipping and then just... <laughs> <laughs> stops do you guys have like stories like that to where like it's like just like stupid shit that you do with your friends like stuff like this to where it's like innocent stuff like oh none of mine were innocent <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> oh she's oh. ready dude she was like boom <laughs> Vanessa give us the dirt dude girl. Olympic gold 400 meter sprint to sketch I'll just say I'm surprised I'm alive and I'm surprised <laughs> my kids are as good as they are we they were it. nothing on, like we me we need an example. Come on. Yeah, dude, come on. I Don't mean, shy. going to Mexico, so it was my 18th birthday, and at that time, you could go to the casinos here on the Indian reservations when you're 18. Uh-huh. I told my, I didn't have a car, I told my parents, I'm 18, we're going to go to the casino. We took my parents' car. Oh, fuck, my mom, I... I may have told my mom this already. <laughs> Sherry, 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 this is all this is all alleged. Put, put, put this is alleged. Who fucking cares? She can't do anything to me now. This is, this is like a creative uh, writing brainstorming group. Like we're Sherry, just... this is a long time ago. We went, so I was like, yeah. So we went to Mexico. We got wasted as fuck. Drove back. Do not do this. Don't drive drunk. Ever. We drove back. <laughs> Like, That's a Marvel story. Dude, it doesn't count if you're like on a rural road or like one of those. No, Sandy, we don't have dude, rural roads here. Totally yeah, no. I was like, it's on the five. Yeah, major the freeway that time. goes from Mexico to Oregon <laughs> yeah, and Washington. I don't even right? know. It's also scientifically proven that you drive better drunk in Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> I never drove to Mexico. I parked in the United States, walked to Mexico. Walk over. Yeah, that's, that's the move, yeah, that's bro. Exactly. That's the move. Yeah. Yeah. You guys used to go to Aguadas when you were Oh, we used to go to, oh, man. Yeah. I was going to say, though, that um, I have a story that kind of uh, is good with this episode because <laughs> uh, one night, uh, me and my friends went to all the bowling alleys in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and we stole a bowling ball from each place. 
<laughs> and uh, I feel like that would be easier than it sounds, to be honest. It's pretty easy. Yes. Yeah. How many could you fit in your van? We had like, I mean, our car was like, like 22. The trunk was yeah, like, like, we had like, was it like an angle well, at some point? It was angle. In your, in your like Acura. Yeah. No, like, no, my fucking like, it was an Oldsmobile Achiba, <laughs> which nobody's ever heard of. Like, this car is a fucking beater. But um, when I was watching, Hugo and DJ Qualls, I was like, you know, those people live with their, their parents. Yeah, stuff like and that. it's so fun when you're stealing shit, but in the morning you wake up with 27 bowling balls. <laughs> what, what were you guys, why did you guys do that? Just to steal the balls? Or it was like, 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 like you said, you're, you're young, you're not drinking, you're <laughs> no, not doing... but Did you guys have a plan for him after that? No. We're <laughs> just in a moment. I used to do that with like traffic cones and yeah. traffic signs. You see them on the side of the road and you just yank that shit. I had like a VIP section in my living room for all the cones that I'd stolen. And I, we just jokingly yeah. called it like a VIP section. So <laughs> it was what, like a two by two foot well, like follow okay. service though. So what did you guys do with the traffic cones and the bowling balls then? Well, I was going to say, okay, so Hugo lives with his mom. Yeah. And those gnomes. Better not be in that fucking house when his mom wakes up. Because we woke up in my friend's house and his mom went to his car. Our Mexican moms are always digging around and shit. His mom found the bowling balls and fucking whipped our asses. Where did you get these bowling balls? You're going to take them all back. Did you guys like, take them all back? back or you dump them somewhere? No, we just went in. Like, <laughs> I was going to say, you just rolled it which alley? <laughs> you know what would have been great? I'm sure, like, did you guys make a game out of dumping the balls? Because that would just would have been fun too. Like, whoosh. Like, <laughs> no, like, we were like, all sad in the morning. Uh, okay, I was like, shims, man. Okay, my white mom and Mexican dad found my pipe in the back of my car that I paid for. No, no, no. Oh, Don't matter. And I had graduated already. Yeah, that was that was right before I just moved out and left. And yeah. Yeah. They were just mad because it was a crack pipe. It wasn't like a marijuana pipe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We could deal with weed, but you're smoking meth and crack. Exactly. It's just like little clear things from like <laughs> yeah. little patches holding glitter in the backseat. <laughs> She overreacted. Okay, okay so <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, so her early <laughs> makes DJ Qualls <laughs> promise not like that everything won't change. We get on there, go back to the hatch as Hurley sets a dynamite inside the pantry. As Rose walks up and is like, "What are you doing with that dynamite?" Hurley's like, "Sorry, can't let it happen again." As we get on there, and then flashback to Hurley and uh, DJ Qualls arriving at like Seven Eleven, where a news crew is out front. DJ runs out to check what's going on as Hurley pulls out his ticket to check the number again. Then it's back to the hatch as Rose Rose tries to talk Rose tries to talk Hurley out of blowing up the fucking hatch, which see he, he says we'll be okay because the doors are thick. He tells her to leave, and she's like, "Fuck you, dude! I wouldn't even be down here if it wasn't see for you." you. <laughs> That's what I started laughing. Wait, 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 wait what happened? She's gone. I've been putting on shirts <laughs> the whole podcast. She's just, she's just adding. I shirts. have three shirts on. Okay, I was like, I'm I really, have a I'm every, the whole time. So I was like, every five yeah. minutes she has a new shirt. <laughs> she's like a new shirt. Okay. <laughs> I started laughing because I'm sorry. Like, apparently, I gotta, I gotta add. Like, that's gotta be something where I'm like, okay, I gotta watch that later. It's a girl it's thing. Like I'm here. Don't worry about you it. You guys keep laughing. Anyway, I wasn't doing a bathroom break. I was doing a costume, <laughs> costume change. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. So Hurley tells her like it's all it's all gonna get messed up, and seeing that everyone is gonna hate him for having to hand out food, 
and he, him having to tell people knows to get another flashback to the Seven Eleven. As DJ mentioned, DJ Qualls mentions that he's like someone won the lottery. As people notice that, like that guy noticed, he's like it's it's him, the guy that won. And DJ Qualls just gives like this oddly sad look about the fact that his friend just won the fucking lottery. What? Why do you think he was? Sad about it. I don't but he didn't tell him. He thought they were best friends. And he thought that he would tell no, him. No, no. If my best friend, if I was, if my best friend had just won the lottery and she was like, no, we should go to another gas station. Don't go here. And then I found out kind of like what happened, like he did. I would have been like, oh shit, let's get out of here. I am sorry I didn't listen to you. Yeah. My, yeah, my obviously my best friend has a reason for saying this shit, and yeah. I would not hold it against him for not <laughs> saying something. I feel like my questions would have been like, "What do you want to do? Pros and cons. What are like pros to turn it in? Cons to not turn it in? What do you want to do? Like, we'll become Thelma and Louise. You want to? Yeah. Let's do it. Like, what do you want? I would have just listened to my friend or apologize for I put you in an awkward situation. I should have listened to you. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, he wasn't. He, he wasn't even like. Me. He, he didn't, didn't even like think back yeah. to like twenty, like five minutes ago, and and Hurley was delivering his like when he was like delivering his uh, yearbook signature, where he was like, "Promise me, we'll never <laughs> yeah, yeah. in touch. <laughs> Have a great summer, you know." Boss summer, dude. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Let's party. Boss summer. <laughs> let's definitely meet up this summer. But like, it he could have just like been like, "That's why you." We're acting crazy. Like, yeah. let's get the fuck out of here. Exactly. But like on top does. of that, like, you're, like, that's... I would have respected his no decision be like, to, oh, hold, to wait. This guy who just me. won a kajillion dollars, I'm not gonna... Yeah. I don't know. People are... I'm anyway. sorry, too. I was a little more disappointed with him, too, because, like, those those friends you make in, in your restaurant job are, like, your ride-or-die kind of friends... To, to where service industry yeah. friends. Keep in mind, you don't like, hang out with any of those people anymore. But <laughs> okay, but at the same time, you know what I'm talking about with the lottery. Like, if one of them won the lottery, well, and yeah, one of them you're, you're like, like, yeah, you're like, like if, if one of them won the lottery, what I'd do you want to do? Right there. Do you want to get out of there? Do you want to go? What do you want to do? Like, we're even bestier friends after that, yeah. right, dude? You you pull into a parking lot, and your friends like, um, yeah, we shouldn't go here. Dude, you know what's up. You know there's yeah. law enforcement or some crazy shit. Like, yeah, some crazy shit. You turn so fast. fast. Exactly. So it's, it's going to be fun. DJ, whatever his name was, was not a ride or die. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or Hurley just should have yeah. said it like, I'm holding. So they're, they're like, oh, we need to get the fuck out of here. This scene is why he became Garth on Supernatural. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, so. I am only on season five. I haven't finished You're that. You're killing it, Erica. You're killing <laughs> I'm sorry. it. Sorry, <laughs> I can't not spoil Dude, this a is show. what happened. This is this is why you know he like was done with DJ Qualls. Was like I'm done. He like write me yeah. out of this show, dude. I'm on this new movie called Hustle and Flow. <laughs> it's like, hard out here. Like he's like the dorky guy from Road Trip to me. So it's like I always feel like he's about to bust out NPCs and just start like making beats. Like you're in the van. He's like. Oh, yeah. He's, like, listening to the rhythm of the tires, and he starts, like, making a beat, and then Hurley drops in, they're, like, two lost crew. <laughs> like, what is their name? I mean, it's in the name, GJ, so, you know. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, so... <laughs> back to the hatch where Hurley's still going off about having to deal with the food, and then telling Rose he doesn't know what to do before we cut back to the, to the beach, or we cut to the beach where Hurley is basically telling Jack... 
that trying to ration the food is stupid because there's enough food for one. There's either enough food for one guy for three months or, or enough for like 40 people that's going to last like a day and a half. It was great to see Hurley stand up to Jack. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Stand up for I himself. did agree with that. Yeah. So Hurley's like. And for Jack to yield. Yeah, I think, so. I think I hate Jack more than I hate Hurley. Is my yeah. problem. Oh, yes. Yeah. Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak. Praise. Because, like, him to stand Amen. up to me, even though I don't really care for his character, I was like, he's Good trying job. to have some order. We need order. Yeah, so we go to the beach where Hurley is basically telling Jack that they're trying to ration because it's stupid trying to give them the alligator. Anyway, so Hurley's all like, you put me in charge of the food and this is what we're doing. And Jack's like, fuck it, just do it, man. Because we get a little montage of Hurley handing out food to people and everyone just having a nice meal, mm-hmm. including Charlie, who's giving Claire some peanut butter. She was not trying to share. She didn't give a fuck about anybody else. She was like fingering the peanut butter. She's all, yeah. She's all two in the pink or two in the brown, <laughs> one in the brown. Just <laughs> like this. Yeah, two. Two in the pea, Charlie's two all... in the pea, one in the nut. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> So, you know, peanut butter is great for wounds. You just smear it all over. But you got to make sure it's fresh peanut butter. We also see Kate and too Jack. Bad, so you're so far away from camp. Yeah, we, we see Kate and Jack kind of flirting while eating, while Harley just come, and then Harley just like coming off as a good guy before we uh, go to Sun. Uh, pretty much just bearing the message messages that like the bottle messages. You know, my favorite shit was is about is everyone's congratulating Harley, hugging Harley, and I just imagine Rose. Looking at this, like this motherfucker just had dynamite in the motherfucking yeah storage room. He's gonna blow Rose this shit would up. Not think that she is angelic. Rose is practical as fuck, so she. I'm sure she's definitely thinking that. Like, you realize he was about to kill like and me and anybody else that was around me. Yeah, right? like you, you now, you're the good guy. You're like the beach binge, like fun party dude. After you try to yeah. blow this shit up. And Charlie would be the last guy getting peanut butter. I'd give everybody else peanut butter for him. Fuck that. <laughs> Great. He's like, uh, no, that's not for you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's for that's the person over. That's for that's for Scott or Steve or whoever's still Scott, alive. Scott Steve. Yeah, He's whichever one's still alive. Yeah. So uh, we then go over to the other hatch or a station as we see an old white dude walk over to Michael. Jean, he walks over to Michael Jean Sawyer and asks if there's a woman named Rose there. Sawyer tells him yes, and he just looks so happy. It sort of kind of gives him a look like, wow, did not see that one coming right there. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so, because that's uh, Rose's husband. So we then come back to the beach yeah. when Rose, as Rose, we see Rose putting uh, an Apollo bar in her pocket and then holding her wedding ring, like kind of like, hmm. Giving it like a, yeah, before cutting to black. So, okay. So, uh, he sorry. He introduces himself as Bernard. Yeah, sorry. who he is. Uh, qu- quick thoughts before we move into the characters. Yes. At the, at the end of the show, for all of you kids that don't listen to us, I only, after I saw Bernard say he was Rose's husband, the only sound, the only thing I heard was, a white man? No! <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa's racist as shit, but reverse. Like. <laughs> Wait, like you wanted, like, black love? It's like, I, I, I don't know what this show is. There's a show called, with this, a character, Smith. I'm pretty sure it's popular. And there's this clip going around social media, TikTok, and everybody uses it. It's just like, a white man? No! And... <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, I think he's white. 
<laughs> this yeah. poor white man. Well, so part of the so part of the trivia was that uh, Damon Lindelof and Carlton Carlton Cuse pretty much said like they were trying to like make it seem like the the big dude was. Oh yeah. I was. I was like, get it, Rose. Yeah. So, get so it. yeah, the, the big was... dude was like, is like her, uh, her husband, which they were trying to make it seem like that's the whole thing. And there was like kind of a surprise thing. Uh, apparently full Vanessa guys. You also said that you're like, Oh, is that her husband over there? Like I did. I was like, I, I was like, wow, go Rose. You get it. The funniest part of that exchange was, was, uh, Bernard walks up to Michael and he's like, was there a woman there? Is she okay? And Michael's like, she's fine. I'm Michael, by the way. I'd be like, yeah. Yo, I don't give a fuck what your name is, dude. I need more details <laughs> about my wife, my life, my son, my stars. I don't give a shit what your name is, dude. Okay, so let's get into the characters. So let's start with Erica. So this episode, like, soften the opinion, opinion up at all? Or? I guess. It's not like he was a complete asshole during this episode. <laughs> So it, uh, like it helped you, helped with the episode, or just kind of like, eh, whatever, same feelings? I, I guess it helped, because I've been there before with, obviously, bumping into shit, running oh, into shit. Oh, I think you meant with millions of dollars. I um, was like, woof! Being a stupid <laughs> guy and stealing shit <laughs> and putting it in neighbor's yards and... Blowing up hatches and stuff like that. Not that, but wanting people to like you... Coming in and being like, nope, I've been in this situation before. People aren't going to like me if I do this. Like, I don't want to be in this anymore. This situation is giving me anxiety. I don't want to do this. So, yes, I feel him. Like, I don't normally like him as a character, but... Warming up, sort of? Warming up in this episode. If he continues on this track, I'm not going (laughs) to say I'm warming up to him unless I see a big difference. Okay. He's like a disappointed parent. Like, yeah. I don't see a big improvement out of him. <laughs> this this definitely seems okay. So this episode seems like a filler episode, kind of towards like yes. for me to where I like, especially after, the, after those first two, it it like moves the story along. As for the like the side stuff with uh, Sight and Jack, but just like barely, sort of, kind of, it's like basically uh, stalled the episode for a week, like yeah. before we move on to the next episode. And I think my biggest problem with this was how out of character his actions were. He's not going to blow up the fucking hatch. I think Hurley always creates tension because he does think of practical things like let's do check the manifest and do a census. And but when it comes to those numbers, he's forget all anything that's sensible and those numbers are bad. Screw it. And so he does have this sensible side to him where he wants to do things that they should all be doing, like burning the bodies and taking a census. But then he just he yeah. sees those numbers and he freaks out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but on, on top of that, like I'm also starting to move in Erica's camp because... This episode basically ends with them giving all the food the food away that could have been rationed, but was basically. I agreed with him though. Basically, no. Yes, there but was. It, it was. It was given away because Hurley's too afraid of people being mad at him. So 
Granted, yes, yeah. I get that the food wouldn't have lasted, but still, you like, had one they don't know when or even if they're getting rescued. So you don't you don't just hand out food when everybody's like, you put the wrong dude in charge because you put a you put a guy in charge that's like so like insecure that anybody that comes to ask him, like, look with Kate for instance, he couldn't even say no to her. Which I know, I know that it was Kate to her, like but she he did, accept- and it's not his job to physically restrain her. She didn't care. Yeah, you know, Hurley once again is not. He's uh, shorted, you know. Yeah. He's written so badly. But he... Say no, say no, but he's not going to get a fight because yeah. when he says no, somebody do, like, doesn't her? say, I'm going to take it anyways. But still, like, you put the most, like, passive person that is, like, obviously trying to get everyone's, like, approval because the way he reacted in this episode, he was almost about to blow up that all that food because he thought people would be mad at them. Like, at him. The blowing up the food was stupid, but if he got to the point where he continued to say no and physically restrain people to, like, I said no, you can't have this, we'd have another Ana Lucia situation. And we already see, they went from 23 to, what, 5? Yeah, and she murdered them all. They're obviously not doing it right. (laughs) (laughs) Screw them. She doesn't know what she's doing. Like, are you challenging me? No, I totally yeah. agree with that. Like, they put him in a bad situation to where it's like, yeah. but yeah, like, just this, it was the overreaction with the, uh, the dynamite and all that stuff. It was, which I wasn't a fan of, but yeah. Yeah. It seems like I see a sort of like clumsy metaphor in this for, you know, Hurley's relationship with food. I feel like it was a direct metaphor. They're making him in charge of the food. He struggles with food. He confronts yeah. and is like terrified about this thing. He wants to just make it go away by blowing it up. He's not thinking reasonably because he has this like he's mentally twisted. Um, yeah, and I think it's also a metaphor, you know, albeit sort of ham-fisted, when they do the beach fun party where food, instead of being something that's rationed out and fought over, it's given freely, and they have a party. Yeah. And then they all barf it up afterwards, like the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, tell me, one of those people did not get sick as fuck from yes. like someone's lactose intolerant so on there, and they fresh and whatever, sure. and they just have all this because you know that food all had like preservatives or wouldn't have lasted that long. They were eating so clean and healthy, and then. Get the stuff that's been in a box for thirty years well, you know, and knock well, it sick. You know there was like preferential treatment too, because it was like, exactly. "Yo, Jack, yeah. you get the cereal, and Charlie, you get the peanut butter, and like unnamed yeah. uh, extra, you get the ranch composite." And that dude, like, was, I don't, it, and like, then I'm you know, choose, I want, so I want my ranch, steak slowly. dinner. Yeah, exactly. pre cooked steak dinner. That's what the Hello Fresh, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> Somebody with a ranch is like, I wish there was a tortilla to go with this. No, I want the ranch composite on my steak. That's what I want. <laughs> okay, so uh, any other thoughts on Harley before we move on to the other, the the like the only other storyline in this movie, in this episode? Um, I'll say that um, I feel bad for Harley. Everybody fucking treats him like shit. They don't listen to him. They don't trust him. I mean, they're nice to him. They just. Yeah, like it's he yeah. kind of gets passed off to where they're not nice to him. Are they nice? They, I don't nice. think they respect him like they do, no. like Jack or anybody they have zero else. Respect Kate, him. yeah, yeah. He doesn't even. It's not that he's craving their approval. Well, the the they the the, the main people don't respect anybody though. So it's that's like they true. kind of treat everybody like shit. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's true. So, but, but for yes. John Locke, he doesn't treat people like shit. He tells nope. the truth. <laughs> He meets them on their level. Locke says, do you see this big gun I have? 
You respect me or I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I'm not messing around with this elite dad wear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh we got to the storylines, which was Michael Jin and Sawyer. So Vanessa, are we thinking that the so obviously those people are not the others. They're are you thinking they're that the they're, they're they're the survivors then, right? Yes. I I every note I have I refer to them as the others, but I also put clearly they are not the others, but I am hereforth referring to them as the others until I see the others. The other others. Oh, so um, you're not sure yet. Oh, yeah. Vanessa is always. No, I'm sure they're not like, the so others. That's, that's but the other I don't... on the plane. Yes. That's just others from another yeah. brother. Okay. <laughs> Mothers, others, others from, from another mother brother. Yeah. Um, I just Anna Lucia is a fucking <laughs> bitch, and <laughs> no. Um, shit, I drank too much Prosecco. But there's <laughs> obvious, uh, she will from here out be known as a bitch. Um, clearly, there's a power struggle, and it was obvious. Like, I'm very curious to see these these two different colonies are going to come together at some point, and. She's not going to give up power easily, but this other group, the caves and the beach, are happy, and they are doing what they need to survive, and I don't know what happened to these other people. I think the others have gotten to them and dwindled away their numbers from 23 to 5, or whatever it is, but... It's very clearly a light and dark, and a you see the difference between the two different leaders. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good. Yeah, uh, there's. Yeah, obviously, one leader is keeping the majority of his people alive, and the other leader is mm-hmm. doing a terrible. Well, job. on top of that, one leader is also yeah. a little more level-headed-ish, kind of with Jack, a little more than her, because like she's very high, like. It's like if you put yeah. Michael in charge. I mean, and yeah. yeah, Jack isn't even completely level-headed. He's kind of like he does get freaks out every time something happens. But she's—I don't think anybody can get worse. But she's just like, if you speak, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. And geez, I'm glad I was in the front of the plane, not at the back. Exactly. Yeah, and so. Then we saw that uh, there was another hatch slash station, which we don't know its function yet, but holy crap, Rose's husband's alive. That's cool, right? And he's totally white. White. <laughs> which... <laughs> A white man. Did any of you um, feel like the hatch is like their, their dream house? How so? I didn't hate it. I mean, Peloton, <laughs> yeah. ping pong, juice yeah. bar. Dartboard. Shower, dartboard. I mean, that place yeah. was records. It had everything. Yeah. Honestly. Desmond. You know what I really like in there in the hatch is behind one of the beds, there are these sort of like fake windows that have this cool glowing forest scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of a fake. I saw an ad for that on Instagram. I remember I was like, oh, this is kind of intriguing. Uh, any other thoughts on the episodes before we get into the, the next week's, uh, which I need to make a quick little. No. Oh, dude, I have one part of the episode it's my favorite part um i took a note of it here so you know when jack and saeed are in the shaft which they always yes. somehow manage to access from a duct like 
I was looking at the air duct at work the other day. I'm like, that thing is covered in like 20 layers of lead paint and bolted in. Like if I had to escape, no way. So anyway, they're crawling in there and Jack's like, what is all this stuff? Saeed's like, my best guess is a geothermal generator behind this wall. <laughs> dude, Saeed is like a cartographer, trained assassin of the pussy, like military dude. He's like a choreographer, a meteorologist. He's like an entomologist, an etymologist. And he's like a geothermal engineer. He's like, oh yeah, that's a geothermal like power source back there. He's Probably. good. He's good. <laughs> He's that's, why, that's why we all marry him, right? Good old Frinkles. Good old Frinkles. That's where marry him, whatever. You have to call me Frinkles from now on. Frank. Frinkles. Hey, Frinkles. But yeah, that was my favorite part. And then after that, one, one last thing. When they were under there and he's off, I haven't seen anything filled in with cement like this since Chernobyl. And Jack and his faces are so close. Mm -hmm. They're both glistening. I, I, and his I key, he, his key already became erect. Oh, the magnet! The magnet is pulling up my key. Their magnetism is just. I'm never gonna be able to look at that key the same again. I thought they were gonna kiss. That Chernobyl line uses it to pick up all the time. He's like, "Wow, I haven't seen an ass that fat since Chernobyl." I'm sorry. I haven't seen the key working that hard since. I'm Chernobyl. sorry, like, Sherry. Mm. Mm. Sorry, Sherry. <laughs> sorry, Sherry. I'm a good girl, okay? Okay, so uh, I sent you guys a, a watch to get the link. Uh, this is for the, uh, the it's it's the yeah. teaser for the next episode. Okay. Boya, you married? No. What about you? Oh, She's a bitch. Oh my God! It's Sawyer and Anna Lucia. back without his kid. You have no idea what I wouldn't come back without my kid. Okay. Wait, is Anna Lucia stabbed? Right. I'm down with that. He's not alright. <laughs> the others. Teddy bear? Where where did teddy bear come from? Dude, that teddy bear was like when they do like America's Most Wanted and oh some like child kidnapper and they do like the black yeah. everything was okay, okay. with the Johnson. That, that is a good teaser. That you guys see, so creepy. Like, did you guys see Sawyer? drink from that canteen does that mean he has to unbutton another button <laughs> one more <laughs> last one. Oh, 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 oh. that was pretty hot i'm sorry dude <laughs> okay okay so she's got to put it on another shirt because yeah. it was so hot so, <laughs> yeah. you undid a button she's got to get another shirt layer. <laughs> this next one is about son who we last saw bearing that bottle full of letters and erica do you think there's any way you're not going to tear up in the, during this no. next episode? I always tear up during her episode. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on you? Which I think you already said, like Sun and Sun and Jin. Can we? Can, what can we say? Can we? Can we go forward in time or not really? No. Can't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Wait, I'll take my. Does. Give me a. I'm gonna take my earphones. You can give me a thumbs up when you're done. Um. Yo. Yo, the most. One of the most beautiful love stories ever. Yeah. Oh my god. The submarine. That's all I'll say. Oof. I, oh, I felt dude. like I really, really hated them the first to go around. And this time I'm just like, oh, cry every time. I see Why? Why did you hate them? I felt like she was such a pretentious character. I hated her the first time. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a problem with him. And this time I have a problem with him. Yeah, I mean that softens up as he goes along yeah. because he's he's an asshole. To he's start. easily likable after 
you find out why he's doing everything he's doing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about how how like harsh he is at this point yeah, in the series. Kind of I remember being story. very. I was like, how is this guy going to become redeemable? He's yeah. horrible. Like I can't stand the way he treats his wife publicly, yeah. humiliating her. Like all sexist and trying to cover her up. Like yeah. I really, really didn't like her the first time I watched. I I didn't until this time. I watched them around. The, They're like probably the my time, my yeah. favorite couple on this. Yeah, Rudy has a little crush until this on time. Sun. Oh yeah, Sun is beautiful. <laughs> is she your top? I, I, I agree. She's gorgeous. Is she number one? Um, okay, so wait. She's number one for you. Wait, wait, can, can we can we have Vanessa? We should bring Vanessa back. Okay. So she's a a wave at me. <laughs> okay, so. Go move on to the trivia real fast. So, like I said, Walt's face can be seen on the milk carton, which, like, that Hurley had. If you just go back and watch it again, you'll notice Walt's face on there. That was one of them. There's only three things here to mention. The character of Libby was originally written to be in her 40s or 50s, which Libby is uh, Cynthia Watros, which that didn't help. It did. mm-hmm. The blonde lady. So, uh, she was written mm-hmm. to be, and it was uh, supposed to be for uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Mm-hmm. Was in mind for the part, but uh, instead that role went to a much younger, the Cynthia Watros, who apparently did not believe she stood a chance of getting getting the part. When she did, she immediately like moved her whole family to Hawaii, which will be fun to watch what happened with that later. But anyway, again, uh, like I <laughs> like she struck in the family black and white <laughs> footage of a teddy bear being dragged. <laughs> <laughs> Like I mentioned before, uh, Bernard was also introduced in this episode as Rose is, which this is the the trivia, but as Rose is black, the producers thought that the audience would per- expect Rose's husband to also be black and then made Bernard white to surprise the audiences. So yeah. they expected the audience to assume that Mr. Echo, the only black man in the tail section of the survivors, was Bernard's, was was Bernard. Okay, you guys ready to get onto the name games? Let's do that. So let's start off with Sawyer's name game, which is just us guessing how nicknames Sawyer does per episodes. There was three uh, nicknames during this. Really? There was Bitch, oh. <laughs> Hot Lips. I like that nickname. She's a bitch. I got a LOL out of Hot Lips. That was like out of left field. What does Hot Lips mean? because she's like fiery, but also like he's saying like, what's up, you're sexy. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Right? Like, and then there was Rambina. Which oh, was Rambino was playing, playing so Rambo. good. Yeah. She is yeah, Rambino. So it, they were all they were all towards Anna Lucia. So it was yeah. all like it was a three. So the guests from last week were Vanessa had three. <gasps> so Vanessa won. It was Erica two. Aaron, I had one, and Joe Joe had four. But so the guests from this week, or sorry, next week are. Uh, oh. It's a sun episode. So Erica's first. Um, I'm gonna stick with my two, and I'm gonna two? run real quick. Okay. Uh, I'm next. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three, Vanessa for for one one. And then are you guys, you guys want to give it a guess for it? This is uh Sawyer's nickname nicknames for next week. Yeah, I think Sawyer wasn't in this much, um, because they were in the pit and all that. I think he, it's gonna well, be they, Sawyer. Well, they worked out of it though. I know that's that's why I think it's gonna be a Sawyer heavy episode next week. Okay. I'm going four. I'm going Price is Right. Yeah, you want four? Oh, I'll I mean, stick, dude. I'll stick with my short king. Four. Okay. <laughs> short king. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> oh yeah, Sawyer could call me that short king. I would love that. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> I have no more 
I can picture it. Sawyer calling you his short king. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like you guys are going to win for next week. Because that, like, yeah. We like, uh, we like Twinkle of Ultra Gold. So if you guys want to send that when we win. (laughs) So moving on to Hurley's dude. Apparently I wrote Hurley's dude cunt, but it's supposed to be count. So (laughs) Dude, Hurley's hit them all. Hurley, I would never hear Hurley say cunt ever. No, he's a good Catholic boy. So Hurley's dude cunt. So uh, that's like a bussy, but like more hard, more like uh, yeah, bro. <laughs> there was eleven. Yeah, there was eleven wow. dudes. In this that episode. was a eleven. Lot. Holy well, it, was, shit. it was Hurley specific, what? so that makes sense. So Erica had three. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vanessa had four. I had five, and Joe had seven. So damn, that fucker won. Joe John won. Wins. Joe, yeah. so, Joe. Vanessa. Do count. So yeah, do count. Next week. You're first. Two. Two. Okay. Next is me. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four. I'm gonna put you in the middle there. What do you what One. do you wanna do, Erica? One? Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you guys wanna guess? You got a... there's a Vanessa guess two, I got four, and Erica's got one. You're gonna go higher higher. Or two, one. I mean we can go three. No, we're going three. You're gonna go three? Random right night. Smack dad. Okay, so uh, before we sign off there, do you guys want to plug your Instagram again or anything like get anything else to plug? Yeah, so our Instagram, once again, is at Cochina underscore nasty. Um, we do all kinds of stuff on there. We like do weird videos and drawings. We have like a store with like t shirts in it and stickers and just mm-hmm. like fun stuff. Yes. And hit us up. More podcasts, more collaborations. <laughs> more fun hit us up we're down for whatever oh one more tiktok coachy nasty all right oh i'm gonna go follow you guys oh yeah we gotta follow and come everybody come stay with us in new york everybody in this podcast included oh we're gonna get matching tattoos dude Dude, we're, you guys we're gonna have I will do it. You're gonna get your favorite Dharma. Vanessa Sawyer. So I gotta do this we're one. Sawyer. I love Sawyer right here. I'm getting his abs tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> that might help. I'm gonna go on like Tinder. I got some abs right here. <laughs> I'm going to Mystic Tan. Sawyer I'm abs. Have them, like hairbrush. <laughs> okay, well. That's it. Else? Thank you. This we're so appreciative. Been one of my most delightful episodes. I will. I if agree. I have to rank them, this has been one of my most delightful episodes. Thank you. This was so fun. Leave a comment. Leave a like on all of our social medias. On Instagram at you all every pod, you can see our lost liquors, our pout counts, our name game. Uh, same on TikTok at you all every pod. Our Facebook at you all every pod at Liquored Up Lost Rewatch. Rewatch. I'm pretty lit right now. We're all lit. And lit. I'm seeing this like Sawyer open shirt. I can't even speak right now. Awesome. You ready to send off real fast? Yeah. Who's all joining us? Everyone joining in on the send off? Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. All right. One, <laughs> two, three. Do, 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 do. Do 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 do